Hey, everybody. I am kicking off a new podcast today. I've done a couple of these in the past for various reasons, and I have all this podcast equipment, uh, a sweet little room to do it in, and uh, I really enjoy doing a podcast. For those that see this and maybe clicked on it from social media, a podcast is basically just a little radio show. There's a bunch of different types, but this is going to be like an interview style where I'll sit down with somebody else and we'll talk about who knows what. Uh, one of the reasons I decided to do it was I, a couple weeks ago, thought, geez, I had to do one just for fun that's not for business or any sort of promotion or anything of that sort. I just really had a good time when I was doing this in the past. And I sat down and made a list of 10 people that I know that are interesting that could be the first 10 people on the podcast. And I came up with that list really quickly. When I had done it in the past, a lot of uh, the people that sat down with me, two, three hours would blow by unbelievably quick, quick, <clears throat> excuse me, and we had a great time. So be warned uh, that this is an adult show. Uh, we usually crack a few drinks and swear profusely, and we could talk about nearly any subject. So let's not get offended anyone or anything like that. You're forewarned that this could be any topic you know, under the sun, just depending where we go. And we're having a few drinks, so it's possible we're going to say some, you know, stupid and silly things. And, uh, you know, mostly just messing around here, having fun. Uh, the first person that I thought of when I wanted to do this was my good friend Jen Stillman. Uh, she's probably one of my favorite people in the world. She's super interesting, has a lot of different hobbies and interests, and uh, a great outlook on life. I, I really like her a lot. We worked together for a while. Uh, she moved on to another job, but we've remained friends, and uh, she's just great. So I instantly hit her up uh, when I wanted to do it, and she instantly sent back, "Yes, I'll, when do you, you know, I'll be there. When do you want to do it?" And uh, we had a great time. The uh, thing she is really good at her her kind of passion, I would say, is photography. So if you wanted to go and check out her photography, you can go to jenstillman.threadless.com. Or you can go to her Facebook page, Jen Stillman Photography, and all her works there. And I'll also throw links to this in the show notes. So if you guys wanted to go there and show her some love, I'm sure she'd appreciate it. And you'll see that she's very talented. So uh, without any uh, further blah blah on my part, here is my good friend, Jen Stillman. Hi, Jen Stillman. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. I'm so excited to be back. When was the last time we've even had a conversation? Oh, my God. Well, uh, I avoid you at all costs. Right. Right. Uh, But on the radio, on the radio, I haven't worked here for, like, what, two years? Um, So I was just thinking about this. It's been at least one, two. It's been at least two years. Yeah. Yep. So we're we're going back to the like three years, like two thousand fifteen era. I was haven't it? gotten any more interesting. I don't know if that's what you were hoping for. I like see, let it marinate like a fine wine. It didn't work. In the introduction, I I actually said you were the most interesting person I knew. You lied. So I I either either you're lying or I don't know any you interesting that, people that at all. That was a fib. Total that fib. was incorrect. But we I don't even know how we met. Like how did we? I was thinking about this today. Like. How did we first... We've been friends Was forever. it Trisha and Matt? Maybe. Was it Trisha? Like, I know that we... Remember I have those pictures from New Year's Eve mm-hmm. at Players? Yes. 
when I don't I don't know I because was in between I saw you and Pam pop up on that Facebook thing yeah uh, over New Year's and I'm like no 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 you know what it was Mm-mm. we were somewhere it wasn't New Year's Eve we were hanging out though and I think you quoted Tombstone. And then I turned around oh, and I finished the yes. quote, and then, and then it was like girl hands all over the place. You're like, oh my god, you like Tombstone? I like Tombstone too. And then everything went. We're gonna be best friends. Oh my god, did we just become best friends? <laughs> Freaked out. That's yes. what it was. It was Tombstone. Hmm. So, so it's a long time ago. Yeah, it was. But we've done. Uh, so uh, I like doing podcasts. It's kind of the, the it, it's kind of dumb because uh, or it's not dumb, but. I like doing just for myself. I really don't give a, a flying f about you anybody. You can swear. I can't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. No, that's okay. We'll see out. if I can do. We're gonna go PG. You're gonna try and well hold because back PG, that. you're allowed to say the f word one time. Mm. So it's probably going to slip. One get out of jail. But when is it gonna be? Well, there's so much suspense. I know. But I, the thing I love about podcasts is. You get to sit with a person and yeah. have a conversation yeah. for an uninterrupted amount of time, whether yeah. it's an hour, two hours, whatever it is, where you never get that in real life ever for yeah. any reason. Because you feel like, because when you're having a conversation in real life, you're not like a like mini celebrity and like, you know, mm-hmm. like you have these, these fancy microphones right. here and then you get to hear your voice back on, on a computer and like, which three, I hate. Do you really? Oh, I hate my voice. I hate it. I've tried to, I've tried to like get my voice lower. <laughs> Than it is. I think it's hard, like from yelling at my kid. Like the more I yell, like the deeper, deeper goes. I go, like a, sure. like an animal, like to scare them. It's not working. She's not scared of me at all. But I'm trying. I think I think my enjoyment of podcasts comes from being married for a long time, and having really <laughs> great points that I never get to finish. <laughs> so, like we'll start talking about something. I'm like, well, do you know what I think? I think that the uh, gross domestic product, and I have this great big long thing, and all of a sudden I look over and. Pam's walked away like she has to go she's do been something. Gone like long ago. Like the dinger went off on the stove. He didn't or even listen at the all. Dog wants in, and I'm just like. And then mm. you have playback later, where right. you could be like, "This was the point I was trying to." If you want to listen, right. I said specifically that the gross product. And then she comes back. What were you saying about products or something? Fucking never mind. Never mind. It's gone. Fine. It's gone. It's Ruined. okay. But no, this is fun. Like yeah. I always think it's fun where you just get to like talk about things and then go a little bit longer. Yeah. And, and also if you invite your friend over just to have a conversation, it's mm. a little creepy. If you don't have a microphone in front of you, like, would you like to come over and sit a foot away from me right. discussing <laughs> nothing? In a room with no other people. <laughs> Late at night when you probably should be home right. doing other things. Ah. No. It's perfectly No, normal. it's fine. No, that's why podcasts or, are or, awesome. Or you try and like meet somebody for, hey, let's grab a drink or a coffee or a lunch. And you can't have a full conversation. Like, no. somebody always comes over. Like, I love rookies. Yeah. But Have you been there recently? You still uh, go there. Last week. I don't go as much as I used to. No. I quit going out at night that much. Yeah. Just been busy and... Yeah. Just busy. Yeah. But... I'm just broke. What? Oh, there's that. Then there's that. Uh... But you go, you go down there and you try to have, sit with somebody and have a conversation. Like especially, like every once in a while, somebody will come in for business or a friend or like I meet up with you and like, right. hey Jen, let's grab a drink. Right. You get through four words of a conversation uh-huh. and somebody you know comes somebody in. Somebody comes in, or it's super loud. Yeah. Or like you happen doesn't... to like stumble upon like there's a band. Why is there a band? Right. This bar is like ten feet by ten feet. Right. You offer a selection of four beers, but yet you have a, a band. I think they have more beers than four. Yeah. In my face. Yeah, that's true. No, rookies does. Yeah, they do. They got a lot of really good. Yeah, they have that whole crap. I can say shit. 
I can swear a little. Hey, I'm not. I'm not letting you be down on rookies like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's exactly. Like, there's a band there. You're like, oh, it's really good. Or you get drunk. Yeah. And then you don't have a. But and then. But. Yeah. And then every conversation that you had is off record, which we have discussed before we turned on this podcast. Mm. That that's probably not a bad thing. No, because there's some things recorded no. that you should burn your computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a couple. So Jen and I, uh, when we worked together, we were like, "Do you want to do a podcast on Thursday?" Sure. And then we would get shit faced. Oh my god! Well, because okay. And then talk about the most ridiculous shit, which was amazingly fun. But it was. Uh, but we worked together, and like so, the stresses of the day. Right. Not only affected you, it affected me because I was like your little right hand. Like anything that I knew was funneling into your office, mm-hmm. uh, it, it got to me first. So by the end of the day, end of the week, by Thursday night, the mere fact that we were both still standing <laughs> and had not murdered right, right. each other or ourselves was just a feat. So, so it's so, just a nice release. And then you, we, like, I, I'll have to dig up that. There's one in particular that we start out like it was like tonight where mm-hmm. so i love you you're one of my favorite people in the world yeah. like i feel like we could just sit and talk about anything forever and ever yeah but like good. tonight when you showed up we just sat and talked about random stuff for a good 30 minutes seriously fun, what time is it? it's six thirty now <laughs> so we sat there and just rambling on about and we're like whoa yeah we should save this for the podcast right but it was one of those nights where it was like <sighs> yeah give me a stiff drink yeah and then several all right hour. Two hours later, we're like, we should turn on the thing and record the oh podcast. Oh, my God. I do remember that night. It, and we were... It, real, it, it literally got to two and a half hours before we turned on. Right. And then I... You... I remember at the end of it, you even, like, after you turned it off, you're like, this this was pointless. <laughs> we can't put this <laughs> we on there. Turn this. We have to turn this <laughs> We'll be... We, it's like, if we belong to a church, they'll get rid of us. And maybe the entire town. Yeah. Like, they'll run us out of here. Right. It's, right. It was that level of... Yeah, it's like shit. my boss might fire me, even though mm. you're my boss. You mm. would probably listen to this and be like, "You gotta leave. Yeah, this you gotta is, get out." We can't. Do I don't agree anymore. with anything you said. But so, I I don't remember my exact point there, but uh, the doing the podcast and being able to talk is we we just have to keep it. We, okay, I brought I brought a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Or my favorite. It's a red blend. It's a nice red blend. Uh, see, I I love a red wine. Do you really? Oh, yeah. I didn't so, take you for such a fancy gentleman. I'm, the problem with it is I drink wine like it's Kool-Aid. So, Wait, what wine are you drinking? Because if you're drinking old lady dry red wine, you are not chugging that I, shit like it's Kool-Aid. So I'm, I'm a ham and egger. So if I go into a liquor store, I grab the bottle of just the Lambrusco, like the big... So you are an old Italian lady. Mm, you're your grandmother. Deep down inside. There we go. A little Italiano. Ha- a ciao. A bella. <laughs> Just give me the bottle of Lambrusco, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But what I like to do is if you take Coca-Cola with red wine and mix it. Shut up. It is delicious. Why? It is good. What kind of red wine? Like a sweet red wine? Uh, I use Lambrusco. That's, so. no, I don't, know. I don't think that's a real you thing. You just sometimes just try it. I don't think that's it. a real thing. I don't think that should be a real thing. And I feel like I pressure other people into trying it and then they just cave and say, oh, it's really good. And then uh, have another glass. I will not lie to you. I feel like that's an offense to, no, to so my good. system. You, but you have to use Coke. You have to use regular Coca-Cola. You can't use Diet. You can't do shitty Pepsi. You have to use real Coca-Cola and mix it with red wine, and it is so good. But I like regular, just like dry-ass red wine. Speaking of this, oh, my God. All right. 
Am I having a stroke or the lights in here going off and on? Oh, you're stroking. I'm having a stroke. Yes. All right. Well, you okay. know. No, that one's flashing. See why? I almost I, said it right there, but I didn't. See, the, why are you messing so, with so me? So this room right here, I've had this. So just to back up, we'll get back to the wine. Okay. But just a little Got aside. It. Yeah. I was saying the other day, like, oh, I kind of want to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I have all this podcast stuff. You have really nice equipment. And I have <laughs> this room. Yeah. <laughs> um, this room, I have this room we don't really do anything with. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about chucking all this shit into another room, all this sticker making stuff. Yeah. And Does Pam still make stickers? Mm -mm. No. Okay. Uh, she uses it for some things, but uh, Carol, it's a long story. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways I have this room, uh -huh. and I'm like, why don't I just turn this room into like a dope podcast room? Yeah, for And, real. you know, get rid of all the workish stuff and mm -hmm. just have fun stuff in here and do more podcasts. And I'm like, I like doing them. And, uh, if you put up like what's the 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 foam or whatever on the walls yeah. like that looks like noses for the or egg crates, stuff, yeah. yeah, put that because, shit up there. And I started thinking about like, well, what should I do? And I I don't like doing a work one because I you're you at work all day and then it's like anymore. oh let's talk about work yeah. and then my work podcast always turn into me bitching right ruins which, your soul which i don't want to bitch you don't want to do that constantly like when i walked in here you're like i've been drinking since four <laughs> and i'm <sighs> yeah. and i'm just like okay we won't talk about work then and uh so I'm, i sat down I'm like well, what would i do and having a full-time partner is really tough mm -hmm. because everybody has different schedules mm -hmm. so trying to get that lined up on a regular basis is a real battle yeah but i sat down i'm like do i know just 10 interesting people yeah. that I could sit down with. And I made a list of 10 fairly quickly, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this shit. Yeah. So. The fact that you could come up with 10 interesting people that know you, like, that quickly. Uh, nobody, nobody. Was it but just you, my name 10 times? You were the number 10th on the list. Right. Ah. So, nine people said no. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky number 10. <laughs> yes. So, are you doing anything next week? I'm number two. <laughs> right. But. And, and this goes to anybody that wants to do it. It's fun. Yeah. But, uh, I have been doing it. Like, I listen to podcasts. It's it's my joy. I don't have to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. I get to just chill <sighs> and ride and listen. All my podcasts are about murder or mm. ghosts or... Pam, Pam gets mad at me all the time because I derive all my knowledge of everything from medical mm -hmm. to taxes to business from podcasts. Yeah. And she's like... Where'd you hear this at? And I'm like, oh, I was listening to a podcast, a podcast earlier. She's like, That's <laughs> yeah, but no, these people are educated people. I like, know. you're not just like listening to like like they're like mm -hmm. professors and shit that come on there and they talk about stuff. They're smart people, right? And then there's people like us who just like I got a microphone <laughs> and I can sit no, I'm an expert in a chair with a computer. It's it's amazing though. So I've been listening to podcasts for a long time. I don't even remember how I even got... You told me about the One History podcast. Was it Carl? Uh, yeah. Carlton? What's it's, his name? Uh, it's Hardcore History by Dan Carlson. Carlson, Carl yes. Carlin. Is it Carlin? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. is so good. You told me that about that like years ago. Mm -hmm. You were down with that. And I was like, his episodes are like four hours long. Do you know how much work he must put into that? A lot. It's ridiculous. That's commendable. And it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I thought about preparing something for tonight, like real people do, mm -hmm. and then I didn't. Well, so I heard I heard something the other day, or a couple weeks ago, and I was thinking, like, oh, I want to do podcasts again. It's just fun to do. Mm -hmm. And I have this room, and I have all this stuff, and I heard two things almost back-to-back. -back. 
What? It says, there are things in life you want to do. You should just do do them. Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, yeah, why don't I just, what the fuck? I have all this stuff here. Why don't I just do this? And the second thing is, if you're going to do anything, do it like it's your job. And... That's another thing I thought maybe we could, like, talk about or whatever. Like, I'm starting to do the photography thing yeah, more. Yeah, I so want to talk and about that. you had told me a while ago <laughs> that if I really love to do something, don't ever make it my profession because I will hate it. <laughs> Ruins it. <laughs> yeah. I haven't gotten any, like, returns or, like, bad customers. All my customers have been wonderful. My experiences have been great. But it is so much but work. I heard... the Right. But what I heard... Somebody, uh, it was either a writer... I think it was a writer and they were talking about writing a book and yeah. he said most people go sit down with their computer and they're like okay i have to write my book and they're like i don't i don't have anything in my head yeah so they get up and they go do something else mm-hmm. and they said but you have to if you want to do anything you have to do it like it's a job and they said you have to write a book or do a podcast like you own a store so most days you're going to come in at 8 o'clock in the morning, you're going to open the store, you're going to yeah. stand around, no customer's going to come in, and you're going to close the store and no customers came in. Right. But some days, yeah. a lot of customers will come in. Right. But if you come in in the morning and you're like, oh shit, there's no customers here. And then leave. And leave. You'll never have the days where all the customers come. Right. And that's the same with writing. It's the same with photography. You have to do it like it's a job. Yeah. Like, I am here for this amount of time, I'm putting in this time. Yeah. Even if nothing happens... I have to have the nothing Still happens days right. so the something happened days happen. Right. So, like, there might be a podcast that we scream at each other for two hours and you have to throw it away. <laughs> right. And then we'll get another one right. that we actually right. make human it was, sense. It was really good practice. It was really good practice. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh, it is a lot of fun. But then, like, um, yeah, I always wonder that because the podcast equipment that you have here is rad. I love it. And it's so big right now mm-hmm. that, like, honestly, you can do it. Like, I listen while I'm getting ready for work in the morning. Mm-hmm. I listen when I'm driving to Rochester to see my boyfriend. I listen when I'm just sitting on the couch working on pictures. I'll put on a podcast and just mm-hmm. listen to it. You get information. You get mm-hmm. humor. You mm-hmm. get the ha-has. And you know about things that there's no other way. You yeah. Would. It's so I'm weird. i to read about that. I was a writing major. I had to read for, like, four years. And, like, I'm like, oh, my love of reading. Mm-hmm. No makes me tired and I have to focus just on that I have other stuff to do right I have a dog you can yell just at. multitask and then every once in a while you can be like wait what yeah and back it up and go 15 oh, 15, yeah. 15, 15 15 15 I thought that's just to get through the ads <laughs> nope nope that's when I completely <laughs> miss like an entire part of the like wait, the podcast what? and all of a sudden they're like and then they found their murdered bodies and I'm like oh shit I just what? missed a whole entire section what happened one of, one of the, my favorites that I've started listening to just and it's uh, I can't remember the girl's name. There's two girls. The name of the podcast is called Guys We Fucked. What? Yes. Really? So these two, they're How these two chicks are like comedians, and they just started a podcast that's about guys they fucked. And they and talk about the encounter specifically, or so, just the kind of gentleman mm, that is involved. So they started out the podcast. It's grown grown since then, and now mm-hmm. it encapsulates everything female and okay but they, they call it the anti-slut shaming podcast at the very I beginning love that and but in the very beginning they actually had their old boyfriends or dudes they slept with come Stop on the podcast it. yes and we're like so <laughs> how is this for you and explore that whole thing it's super fascinating that is awesome yeah how have i not heard about this I oh know. i'm a bad feminist 
Also, but, I'm a bad feminist. I went to Gettysburg this weekend, mm-hmm. this last weekend. How does that make you a bad feminist? Hold on. It gets the plot thickens, <clears throat> my friend. So I'm in, I go by myself. It's the first time I go to Gettysburg by myself. I've always wanted to do it by myself because I'm just like. So you just went solo. Yeah. I just wanted to be like, oh, I want to walk around. I want to do things. And I get there and then I'm like. I have no idea what to do. Like, I've always been with people. I've always had Lucy be like, I want to go mm-hmm. here. Or mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. with me that's never been, and I have to show them. Mm-hmm. I'm just by myself. I go, what What immediately do I do? I have no idea. I go to a wine tasting. Oh, why wouldn't you? Because there's no, like, it's not like, let's walk around and look at the historic value. It's like, this winery is new. So I wandered in. I got in there. I was the only one in there. All of a sudden, this girl comes up. She's like, we have a party coming in. How many people can you accommodate? And I'm just like, oh, God, what's happening? So it wasn't even a lot. It was like six people, but they all belly up, and we all do the wine tasting together. So you just invited yourself into their like, little yeah, I, Yeah, I made friends with a 60-year-old woman who like was it. like super rad, and we were talking about the wines. But while I'm in the winery, having myself a wine tasting, I hear like the beats of like, drums outside and I'm like the hell's going on I look outside it's a woman's march in Gettysburg and I watch it walk by the window as I'm slamming wine on the inside I'm like wow I'm a really shitty patriot but I'm a really good drunk so I'm 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 giving to the economy I'm just not helping anyone at all yeah I I'm really like on the struggling side of all the women's march stuff Anyone that peacefully gives their voice to something that they feel passionately about, I'm down with it. Right. I'm like, a I huge don't, fan of it. I'm not saying, like, don't do that. But I'm starting to get to the point where I'm just like, uh, yes. <laughs> I know. I feel, well, I feel like <laughs> I feel like an asshole as a guy having that point of view. But it's just like, okay, like, a woman almost became president. Real close. A shitty woman. We're not, gonna, not we to get are going to get politics, there. But... Like, a, a person that you can look at and go, eh, not really the, the perfect candidate. Well, you have to look at, like... And, you, but almost made it. So, like... She's a candidate. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, yes, it's awesome that she was a woman and, like, we, we almost got there. But, like, she's a candidate. Either way. Right. You have and to look right at people on their merit, whether it's male or female, which I think is, like... I think the, 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 the wave, the tide, the hubbub, the crash right now about like women being like, see me, recognize me, this right. is what's going on, is the crescendo to just, it's a candidate, it's a person, it's mm-hmm. a worker, it's a friend, it's not male or female, you have to look at people like on their merit. So to look at like Hillary, you have to look at her on her merit. So that's right. why a lot of people are just like, mm. well, because yeah. you just look at the merit. Right. So. And, but I guess what's weird to me is, I don't, I don't know how change happens, I guess, any other way. But when I look at the world, mm-hmm. if you told me tomorrow that the CEO of... Exxon is a woman, mm-hmm. I would have been like, no way. They're letting a girl run that shit? Oh, my God, women. I would just be like, mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, so I feel like we've, Dude, that we've last job that I had, a long ways. The job that I worked for for the, the healthcare company, mm-hmm. I encountered so many female CEOs. It was unbelievable. Like, in the healthcare field where I was mm-hmm. at, it was literally, like, it would be just a room full of women. 
and they would be CEOs of companies. They'd be running that shit, and I would just be like, it was super rad mm-hmm. to see, like. But also on top of it, it was just like they know their shit as a candidate, as a person, as a qualified and person. I'm like, they they got this shit. They and have I, it. honestly, especially, and you hate to get into uh, who's good at what, gender wise. Mm. But I would a million times rather have a female in charge of anything to do with healthcare. Yeah, like it just. They're better at it. Yeah. They really are. Like, yeah. they're more caring and compassionate and yeah. a little more thoughtful where, you know, you can typically stereotype a male to be more nuts and bolts and dollars and cents. and Right. You know what I mean? I mean, Which, there were male in, like, the health the healthcare profession, but it's, like, again, you have to go on, like, personal merit. And, like, right. when it comes to, like, seeing all the women out there, it's like, clearly we're better at this. Mm-hmm. Um, my little brother has absolutely no problem at calling out, like, Men do this, women do this, and I think he just does it to like poke beehives and well, just be like, fight with but me. But that's fight with that, me. what's so weird about that to me is, it's true. It's it's like there are some levels where it's true. Like I kind of thought about this earlier about like um, like the there are just certain things that like some people can do better than other people because it's just like they're physically. Able to. Able right. to. Like, I can't... Okay, when I worked here, for example, there are, I'm sure there are women out there who can work on cars. They can work on cars mm-hmm. probably better than you. When I worked here, however, it's not that just, I'm a chick, I don't know what's going on. I never learned about cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about aftermarket diesel parts. That's not true. I still have, you like... You still have some knowledge. I still have some Ford diesel part knowledge nice. up in my brain. Um, like, D on her car she has the engine light on mm-hmm. and she's like she's like i don't know what it could be i'm like it's probably just a spark plug that misfired i'm like you probably need to take <laughs> that out spitting things out but she has like a she's got a really old engine what's the old engine seven three mm-hmm. she's got an old engine and she's like you have to rip that thing apart to fix the to spark plug and i'm just like well it's, it's inject- all injector it's sorry it's not spark plug. sorry but, i mean I just wanted to blow you down. That's okay. Thank you. You were in the ballpark. I was close. Right. But she said that you have to rip it apart. I'm like, well, if it was just a misfire, then you really don't need to, like, worry about it unless it starts, you know. Right. Making... So, but for me personally, I didn't know... I don't know. What what drives me nuts about that is you... there, There are men who are raised exactly the same that wouldn't have the slightest idea about it. Mm hmm And nobody goes to them, well... You need to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just people that like certain things, and if you don't like that thing, mm-hmm. I don't feel like anybody should be held back. That's where, where I get weird with all the mm-hmm. the uh, sexual harassment stuff that's going on now. Mm-hmm. All right. There's unpleasant... <laughs> exp- all right. Well, what drives me nuts is there's unpleasant experiences that we all experience in life. Mm-hmm. And everybody's been on both sides of a bad experience. Mm-hmm. And then there's gross shit. Then there's... Unlawful, terrible, horrible, criminal shit. stuff. Criminal shit. Yeah. yeah. We're like, we were talking about Aziz there. Yeah. That I don't know. Like he, they were on a date and they did some things. Right. And the next day she's like, I don't know. I really. Find I'm it. on two planes of that one. I really like how, um, speak out, find your voice. Mm-hmm. Something went wrong. However, I feel like. Um, I feel like there's some shit that is criminal and awful and terrible and like to go through something that's so detrimental and like actually, you know, be like 
forcefully in an alley, like held mm-hmm. down, like mm-hmm. physically assaulted kind of thing. And then like my date was like he didn't pick up on my signals kind of thing. Like right. I appreciate it. Like she speaks out and she felt uncomfortable and she felt like that's what she had to do. Do that. Ooh. However, our reaction to things, because I think everything is so like instant. I get updates on my phone when shit happens. Right. Like I got an update on my phone when... This, I don't know, CNN's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, it's so instant that it's just right. like, now everyone has an opinion, now everyone's screaming at each other, and it's just like, take what people say on their word. Like, take, listen to, listen, just listen, just listen. Well, and then the other thing I think has happened a little bit is, so like when the Bill Cosby stuff was coming out, you're like, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. There's no He's way. He's America's whatever. He's America's black dad. Yeah. And you're like, there's no, no way he was. And then you're like, oh, that's so oh, there's like he, 12. Oh, oh but he is. 28. Oh, but he totally is. 37. Now we're up to 65. And you're like, oh, there might be something Are to this. Are you serious? This. There's like 65. There's a zillion of them. 2,400. Yeah, there's, and a, then, there's but a lot. I guess what kills me about a lot of them and, and uh, the other asshole there... Uh, the producer guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. The, that's just straight grossness. Like you, you want to be in this that movie. That is straight abuse of power. Yeah, like that you want to. Is... You want to be. You want to do this. Well, do this. And Horrible human being. And then who just is like, hey, uh, why don't you come up to my or go get so and so? I have her come up to my hotel room. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be in a robe. Yeah. Just my junk hanging out. Just like because I can. It's so weird. And then I get, and what I get about all of this is, all these I hear, like when they're they're talking, like, why'd you stay? I didn't know what to fucking do. Yeah, I was there. It was no, weird. that's that's I'm a like, real thing. But the ones that where it's starting to drive me nuts is there's definite assaults, uh-huh. and then there's awkward situations. Uh-huh. And if we we were listening to a podcast last night, uh, Pam and I, and we kind of got into this little argument about it, and I could be completely wrong, but the. Could. the Mm, hear me hear me out uh, your honor hear me out <laughs> uh it was a woman she said it was uh whitney cummings do you know who that is she's on the show whitney oh yeah yeah all right got it. so she said a long time ago she was working on a, a set of some sort mm-hmm. and she's standing around and it was a co-worker and she's standing around and they're having some conversation and she doesn't really go into the details of what mm-hmm. exactly was going on but long story short a male coworker took his hand, kind of swiped it through her ass crack, and what? said something about processing a credit card. Oh, for Christ's sake. And she was kind of going on about how this was so terrible or whatever. Mm-hmm. To, you know, she's carrying this with her. Yeah. And the other person's like, well, what'd you do? Well, I really didn't do anything. I didn't know what to do. Everybody's laughing. I was just like, huh. Mm-hmm. And so that probably should never happen under any circumstance. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But on the same time... People make bad, instant, snap judgments and do impulsive things sometimes. Right. And maybe after that was over, the the guy was like, ugh, I don't know what the fuck I did that. Right. I was going for the joke. But... I think, honestly... Wait, let me finish real quick. All right. Just real quick. I have ideas. If he did it again the next day... (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get in that moment, she's like, I don't know what to do. I didn't tell him to go fuck himself. Okay. I didn't know what to do. Right. But if he comes in the next day, he's like... Sing a credit card. Right. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Like, no. You know what to fucking do. Okay. You go, don't do that anymore, motherfucker. All right. And Stop also that proves that. his reoccurrence of being a scumbag. Right. 
Right. But if it like was a, repeated behavior. If it was a one and done thing and it never happened again. Right. Then he just made an error in judgment. Yeah. And, like, and that's where a lot of this stuff is getting this weird. Weird, gray And then everybody's area. sitting around going, I don't know if I should even talk to this person anymore. Right. Because what if I say something that's. I think you kind of have to base things on your own judgment. Like mm-hmm. you have to be like, okay, well, I heard about it. But here's the thing. I like appreciate like the culture now where it's like people are being held responsible for the shit that they the terrible right. shit yeah. that they did as they should. Once people come out and they say it like these these thing or whatever, once they come out and say it like that they 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 said it out loud. Now mm-hmm. if they want to pursue some kind of like legal matter or whatever, that's up to them. It's also up to us to take whatever anybody said and, like, you can form an opinion on it. But, like, honestly, it's not really, like, my place to be like, he should do this or she should do that. That's their traumatic incident, how they deal with it and how they felt about it, both of them. Like, it happens and, like, I want people to, men, women all the way around to be more aware of their behavior. I want clearly people who are, like... awful to be (laughs) prosecuted like right away but like just the fact that like it's out there and making people aware of like how they act that's awesome Mm -hmm. but individual cases it's like i don't who who i almost said it who the heck am i (laughs) to be like he should do this and she should do this and this should happen and this should blah, 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 blah. I'm a, like, I live in Bradford, Pennsylvania. I don't, like, my opinion on things it means absolutely nothing. But what I can say is that, like, just be aware and, like, this is more of, like, hey, asshole. Right. Stop being and an asshole. What I guess what I was starting to say was we, we were with the... Bill Cosby thing where we're like this this really I mm-hmm. mean we couldn't have happened and then there's been so many of them that now we're completely like as soon as anybody says so and so like Aziz so and so assaulted me and, blah, 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 and you're like ah fuck that guy fuck yeah another one of these motherfuckers yeah and then you start to listen to the story it's kind of going the other way yeah where before you're like no way yeah well, and you hear the story and you're like mm. it's a jump to and now you're crucified immediately mm-hmm. and then you hear the story and you're like well wait that yeah. This one. That one sounds awful. Really? But this one doesn't. Anytime really. in life, forever and ever and ever, being level headed is incredibly difficult to do. Mm-hmm. It comes to like like, you know, Lucy's fifteen and there are some days that I just I don't <laughs> understand what's happening in her face and I just want to be like, What are you doing? Why are you yelling at me right now? But I have to stay level headed hearing something about somebody or reading a news story or this Mm -hmm. and that like you have to stay level-headed and you just have to be like what is happening listen just listen again like and it's so hard to do i know because everybody is just like i can yell i can yell too i can type i can type faster than you and the amount of stuff that you read and see bombarded all day long especially with like headline stuff where you can go three or four days just believing a headline that leads you a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then you finally get a minute while you're pooping or something to actually read the article. You have to, yeah. like, if you actually read it. And you're like, wait, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the headline doesn't even make, what? Yeah. what? A friend of mine on Facebook today actually said this and it made me, it made sense and it made me super sad. There was a shooting yesterday in Kentucky. I think two 15-year-old kids got shot in a school. And she's like, 
before I would she's like I would like to live in a place or a country where like you see a school shooting and you're horrified mm -hmm. but now it's like scroll 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 oh that's sad scroll 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 right it's like two children got shot in the middle of school and right. it barely like did you even know about it I heard I saw somebody post something about a school shooting right but you didn't know exactly what they're they're talking about exactly yeah and I kind of have a theory or a feeling about all of this really I think, I think the problem is we just have too many people <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about this like if you go back to the 80s okay there's I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me for the population but there's like a hundred million more people than there was at the beginning of the 80s so, so my point is, mm -hmm. if you and I were stuck in this building, just the two of us, okay, we could figure it out. Like there wouldn't be a problem. Right. If a third person came, a fourth per person, a fifth person, okay, we'd figure it all out. At some point, we're gonna get to a point where we have a hundred people here, and we're gonna be like, all right, look, seventy-five of you motherfuckers have to stay down there in the shop, mm -hmm. and the rest of us are coming up here where it's nice. Right. And then there'll be, two, there'll be 200 people. And then, then mayhem. 300 people. And then 400 people. And at some point, there's just no way to control all that. Yeah. And I think we're reaching this level of the, there's just too many fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the answer to that is. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think it goes along with the whole like every like as soon as something is released, you get notice of it, and then everyone starts screaming at each other. Right. And it's like the thinking and the uh, actual like rational conversation kind of goes by the wayside because it's like now it's like defending yourself or now it's and like you lose the issue when you do this right when you have a conversation with thousands of people yeah, everybody's no screaming. one's right and everybody's no one is right. completely different right so i guarantee you you could take 10 people and play back this podcast to 10 different people mm -hmm. and they would feel at least nine different ways yep and they'd be like i can't believe he said that. I can't believe she said that. Yep, damn right. Fuck him. Like, and it's the same words. Yeah. And it, it, it comes down to how you took it more than mm -hmm. intention sometimes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes intention's there. But so then, so we have all these people. So we have this huge population of people. It's blowing up out of control. Mm -hmm. And we've had the dumbest fucking people in the world raising kids. I mean, when you think about it. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at my, and I don't mean dumb like, uh, stupid dumb. I mean, like uneducated dumb. Right. Would you like? Would you be okay with a doctor who went to college in the '60s doing heart surgery today? Yeah. Going off the same textbooks right. that he learned in the All '60s right. and '70s. All right. But, I see your point. But our parents learned how to be parents from their parents back yeah. in the '60s. Yeah. In a whole, a completely right. different world. I had the conversation with my mom last night because, again, Lizzie, teenager, mm -hmm. things are getting rough. She's almost 16. She is defiant. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, is she defiant. Like, we've reached the age where I'm like, I say no, and she goes, well, I'll just do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, will you now? But then it dawned on me. Like, she could, like, the other morning, she refused to get up for school. <laughs> Wouldn't do it. Like, I stood over her bed, like, shaking her bed. I'm like, get up. Get up. You have to go to school. And she's just like, she'd look up at me and be like, no. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Drag her ass out of bed? She's bigger than me. And, and you can probably figure out somewhere that she's getting that, um, 
I don't want to say idea from. What are you hinting at? But no, no, no. What are you saying? Are you going? I meant in this day and age, you can have any crazy idea, and you can search online and find support for it. Support for your. Whereas, I don't think we should. Yeah. I was thinking about like, for example. So I came home a week or so ago, and I come into the living room, and my five-year-old daughter has shit spread everywhere in there, and she's making a diorama. I think okay. it's called. It's like a shoebox turned on side. It's like a little scene. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's. A, I remember it was a Monday night, and uh, I said, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm making this diorama. It has. A, we have to do this beach scene thing." Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. What are you doing that for? For school. We're we have to have them in by Friday, and it's Monday night. And she's like, she has construction she's paper and it. shit all over the place, Aww. but she has her iPad flipped up on its little holder." And Googled, or I'm sure Pam probably typed it in for her, but has Googled imaged uh, dioramas. Yeah. Uh, beach dioramas. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, this kid's five. Yeah. And she's doing this school project all by herself, looking at Google images. Mm -hmm. When I was five, I was outside eating dirt. Right. Like, it's. And if you had a project to do, your parents were helping you because you had no idea. Like the what best you, you could do doing. would be get a di uh, uh, encyclopedia that was written 15 years ago, right? And pull up diorama and be like, I don't fucking know. I have no idea what I'm doing. We're now like, there's nothing that nobody doesn't know anymore. Yeah. And that's what or have I'm access saying. to, right? So to that's at least what I'm saying. Like, to nobody is equipped to parent this. No. Like, no. <laughs> we were not raised to parent right. this, and then yeah, our our parents like the yeah. shit that they were dealing with. I mean, a walkie-talkie was pretty high-tech communication. Right. Like yeah, my mom's phone, giving me advice phone. on Lucy. I'm right. like, what to do now? And I'm just like, Mom, like, I like, I will listen to any parent who right. has advice on raising a teenager. If you have advice, please get a hold of me because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but like, I will listen to any parent who has raised their child. Like, she, my, I'm alive. My brother is alive. Uh, we're both like functioning members of society. Andrew is getting there. And like we <laughs> like we're there and my mom went through all of this mess, but now like when she's like telling me like she is like stern on well, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this mm -hmm. and I'm like, Mom, I like you raised me in the eighties. Different world. It's different now. Right. Like it'd be like doing heart surgery today. Right. Even off an eighties textbook. Right. You'd be like, mm, it's Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. And it's there's enough population you're Man, I'm proving your point for you. There's enough population. There's so many people out there that the generation of like three, four, five generations ago are still here. And they're still with their mindset. And then there's another mindset. And then there's mm -hmm. another, 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 another. And then, well, I think there's a bridge. And the millennial term drives me bonkers. Lucy I, said that last night. She's I like, hate it. you're a millennial. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Gen X, bitch. Yeah. I'm like, I was born in 81. I'm in that weird little window where right. like we were promised great things. And then it wasn't delivered at all. You right. were just told you won't get great things, right. probably. And that's what I was just going to say was where, so you have our parents who were like, you get a good job and you get a pension and we mm -hmm. work for a thousand years and mm -hmm. then we get a gold watch. Mm -hmm. And then we're kind of in the middle. We're like, I don't know about that. No. But I'm going to really work hard-ish. Yeah. And then you have the next generation where they're going, eh, none yeah, none of that bullshit's going to happen. Yeah. And then you have that. kids, like, how you keep a kid motivated to, like, go to school, get good grades so you can get a good 
Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. And then I feel like society has also went from, we had that weird, um, um, uh, oh, the dude that does the Lincoln commercial, um, Matthew McConaughey character. I can't believe you forgot Matthew McConaughey. Sorry. You love him. My brain isn't working you good. You bought a Lincoln to... because of Matthew McConaughey. But you have that, like, you used to have that weird Matthew McConaughey character in your life. Yeah. Who's like, school's bullshit, bro. Just yeah. get a job. Fuck Just that. working for the summer. Yeah. And he was like Let's the crazy weird one pocket. where you're like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. You stand there and smoke cigarettes. And yeah. I'm going to college. I'm going to get a job. And then I think everybody is sort of shifted more towards Matthew McConaughey where they're like this is all bullshit yeah like it's all bullshit yeah when I worked at the place that I worked before the job that I have now um I was working and like my boss was asking about um she was saying something about asking people to stay over or put in more time Mm -hmm. or do 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 and she asked like a younger member of the team to like you know stay or whatever and she's like I she just doesn't or she didn't or something like that. And I'm like, well, she doesn't have, have to. Mm-hmm. Her, what she's learned is that, like, she can get what we, like, would research for hours and books and internet mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. She knows exactly where to go to get it. She knows exactly what to do to get it done. Mm-hmm. She can get done on, you know, she can Google something or she can um, make a website in Two hours where the people before would be like, this is going to take me about a week to do. Right. So her turnover time is way less than ours. So to ask to stay over or to work extra is not in their, you know, in their line of vision. mere fact that you can go places and not have any fucking idea where you're going. Yeah. Uh, Google or Siri, I want to go to New York City. Turn left at Mike's Bakery. My God, do like, you remember still printing off directions? Yeah. And I haven't done it. It was like a, a map. Right. I actually did that. I took a map because at the office we have PA maps. I took it. I took a highlighter and I highlighted like all these weird little side roads mm-hmm. and stuff because like the GPS will be like, just take the highway, idiot, and you'll get there in right. no time. Fast, fast, fast. Everything's fast. I took like... The most ridiculous. I took Route 44. I don't mm. even know if you know where that mm-hmm. is. That goes right down through the state. It's a back Bone road. Fuck nowhere. Yeah, and it was awesome. Right. There were waterfalls all over the place. I was I was cocoa for cuckoo puffs. It was fucking great. So damn it, that was my one. You did it. I did it. You could have slipped. I feel like you could have slipped no. that one right by. I think you could have snuck it right through if you wouldn't have made a deal. No. But I'm, that makes me uh, wonder about something. What? So you said waterfalls. So here's. Are you going to start singing TLC? No. Please. I'm always, it's always going in my head, but I'm not going to sing. <laughs> but what okay, I was going to say was, question for you. Hmm? So for those that don't know, Jen is super into photography and does an amazing job at it. Ah, thank you, Jen. But how do you, so every once in a while, if I'm doing anything, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is really awesome. I just take a picture of it. And then I take a picture of it, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put this on my Instagram. Yeah. But you constantly have, like, these amazing shots. So what, what how, how does it work for you? Like, it is. what are you looking for? Like, are, is it the same thing as going to work? It's madness. It's madness. And you madness. just take 12,000 shots and mm-hmm. six are good? Or are you constantly walking around going, oh that's awesome, I got to take a picture? Yeah. Or do you go, that's awesome, and I'm going to take 
30 shots of that and yeah. one's going to be good? Or No, like, it's madness. Like, when I see something that is, like, incredibly... Like, I think it's anybody with any kind of, like, um, arts or... Um, dedication passion about something mm -hmm. like i know that like you can see like a truck or like something like that and be like that could benefit by having thanks, thanks for judging i i absolutely judge i could judge all day but if you see something and be like that would look cool sure. with blah 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 on it i see like when i go out and like i am just like driving and i'll see like fog mm -hmm. like coming in like so thick it's like a blanket it looks like you could walk out on it and be mm -hmm. totally safe even though you can it's moisture and you'll fall to your death don't do it but i see it and i'm like i need to take 84 pictures right. of it like i will get down on the ground i'll crawl around i'll do whatever it takes to get what is in my brain to get out but there are also moments where i'm like i'll just be walking and i'll have my camera and my boyfriend will be with me and he'll be like that's beautiful and i'm like yes it is absolutely gorgeous and I won't be taking a picture of it. And he's like, you're not going to... And I'm like, no. Because if I can't get how gorgeous it is in real life, if I can't make that transpose onto a picture to give to people, I'm not even going to try it because I'm going to dumb so it down. You just know that from experience? Like, yeah. I can't catch this can't because catch the it. light or the, the angle? The light, or the <laughs> angle, the what I have on me. Like, if my equipment that I have on mm. me is not, like, digging, like, mm -hmm. not into it, then I just I can't do it. So... Like, but it is madness. It's crazy. Like everywhere I go, I'm just like. Ha, 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 ha. So how many? So if you were gonna go to a place and it's a beautiful scene, mm -hmm. and we see one great picture, like it's the sun and the fog and the mm -hmm. whatever. Like a lot of your Gettysburg pictures are. I didn't. I said Gettysburg. Really weird there. But anyways. Actually, it's probably more correct. Well, like, I'm from Pennsylvania. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from here. I'm native. Uh, but how many, so if there's that one picture that you're, you, like, you, I get them, I see them all the time on my Facebook, mm -hmm. and I'm always like, I should buy that, and then I'm like, I don't know what I'd do with it. Right. But uh, that's my problem with all that stuff. I, I should just hang one of those up somewhere. But anyways, long yeah. story short. Uh, when you're scrolling through it, and it's this awesome, perfect shot, mm -hmm. how many... Other ones don't you 99 see? 99% <laughs> shots were there. Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's it. Like, I'll take... I think the last trip to Gettysburg, I downloaded the shots and I had 250. I ended up posting nine. So. Yeah, and it's not, not like. That's like five percent. It's not like the other ones were terrible. It's just they're the same thing. Right. And like what I actually, I think it was you actually who, I took a bunch of pictures of like stuff in here. And I was like, they're all pretty good. And you're like, yeah, well, we don't need all of these. We just need one that looks good. Mm -hmm. And, like, I took that, and I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, they all kind of look the same. We just need one that looks mm -hmm. good. They're all kind of similar, but I just picked this one. I doctored it up. I did a thing, and I off we go. But I need that, like, I suffer over each <laughs> an individual picture that I'm just like, this is the one. This looks so good. Because... Like, are you, are you looking at it though? Like, this is what I was curious about. Are you looking at it from the start? Like, oh my God, this is an amazing picture. Mm -hmm. Or is it just more of a reflective or re, you know what I mean? Like a reaction to, it's oh, that's pretty click, 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 click. And then later you're like, fuck, I didn't think I'd get that. Yeah. That's really good. There are both. There are ones oh, really? that I'm just like, I didn't think that that would work out, but oh my God, look at this. And then there are others that I'm just like, I really want this to work. And I'll take. 400 
and not one of them will work for me. Not one of them. Other people will look at it and be like, this is amazing. And I'll be like, this didn't mm -hmm. at all get what it actually was, so I'm not doing anything with it. It's just gone now. It didn't work. didn't work. And the reason I asked you this was, so I've started doing a thing, whereas... So You're taking, taking upshots on yourself with your cell phone. No. Into the bathroom. No, never. Don't do that. Never do that. Never, <laughs> never do that. There's never been a situation in my life <laughs> where I'm like, I should send a dick pic. <laughs> Ever. See? But, that's and, a good idea. Like, who, like, Thank you for thinking that through. Anybody that ever, you hear about that, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you're like. Hmm. When did you think this? When? What? You know what? I want to know. You know what's got this party started? <laughs> I sent a picture of you. Anyways. I want to know what fired in your brain. Right. Like, what? How did this play out for you? Like, what was the text you were going to get back? Like, nice. I'm on my way over. Like, it's, it's what situation did you want this to create? Because, no. Just, no. It didn't but anyways, do it. Uh, like, if I go somewhere during the day, I've started not posting pictures right away. Mm -hmm. So, if I see something that's like, like, we went riding last weekend, Piper and I went riding. Oh, yeah, I and that. I just randomly through the day just pulled my phone out and just wasn't yeah. even, like, trying to take pictures. I was just like, click, yeah. click, click, yeah. click, click, click. And at the end of the day, I kind of looked through them all, and I'm like, oh, that one's good. That sucks. That one's good. Yeah. That sucks. That's good. And I just posted three good ones. Yeah. Where probably a year ago, I was just taking a picture and post, take mm -hmm. a picture and post, take a picture and post. And... What I noticed is you catch shit and you don't even realize you're catching it mm -hmm. in that moment. Like mm -hmm. a little look or a smile or mm -hmm. somebody in the background or something until later mm -hmm. you're going through. Where if you were just going for the perfect moment, it's, it's not going to happen. never going to happen. Right. Like the whole, like it's a double-edged sword, man, with this whole technology shit where it's just like, you know, everything is always, we're inundated, inundated, mm -hmm. inundated all the time. But also, like, now I have the um, option. I just take the shot that's, like, always in my brain. it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost anything. I have, a, I have like, little, I have the little cards that you stick in the But you're camera. not burning film or anything nope. like you used to. No, nope. Just take the shot. Just take the shot. We'll figure it out later. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's the thing. That, like, it's just take the shot and sometimes you're going to, like, <laughs> there's this one picture that I took that it's like this little like uh dragonfly like landed on like a leaf and it was super rad and i took a picture but then underneath there's just these little bugs that are just like looking up at the dragonfly uh. and i didn't even realize it until mm -hmm. after i took it later and i blew it up and i'm like ha! that's awesome he's got friends right right but you just have to take the shot and then figure it out later so where can people go to see your pictures because they're awesome they are they are uh i have jen stillman photography mm -hmm. on the facebook and i also have uh jen stillman at threadless which what's threadless threadless is a like no it's like a third party where they do um it's not so much etsy where like you make a product and then you put it on there and mm -hmm. you're the seller Threadless is the seller. I upload my stuff oh, okay. to their site. And, and they, they, like, print it? Yeah. They okay. pr they take care of everything. I put on... I don't make a whole lot off of each picture, but it's still, like... I don't know. I just get, like, Steven Tyler PJs about, like, somebody buying something mm -hmm. of mine. I might right. not make a lot off of it, but it's still just, like, somebody looked at my stuff, and then they bought my stuff, and I was excited about it. So, but it's, like, T-shirts, 
tapestries, so, shower curtains. So basically, yeah. you could take your image and get it on multiple whatever they sell. I just upload the image, and then they do the rest of the work. But Jen Stillman Photography on Facebook, I control all of that, mm -hmm. which... Thank God for you, because now I know how to sell things. Uh, now I know when I get a sale, I know how to work. So do you do you get your, like, how does that work? So if somebody goes on Facebook, mm -hmm. and they see a picture, and they're like, wow, that's awesome, I want that. Just comment on it. Just and say, then, wow, that's amazing, I want that. And so, I'll message you back, and I'll be like, what size? Oh, okay. And then they'll say, whatever size, and I'll be like, I'll get them a price, and then I'll send them a PayPal invoice, nice. which I learned so how to do. So you, do you just print like you go to a photo place and they print that out mm -hmm. and then you I ship have them to people? This, I have a place that I go to for my prints and the prints, I've compared them and like sometimes they were bad customer service to me, not mm -hmm. to my customers. I make sure that my customers are taken care of, which is another thing that I learned from working with you. I tried. It was so hard to like not yell at these people. <laughs> But I'm like, I know how this works. I worked at the little power shop. And I got I a know. funny customer service story for Dude? you after this. But yeah. Cannot wait. So, <laughs> but I know that, like, don't be mean to them. They're just customer service reps are doing their best. Mm -hmm. So, like, sometimes they were, like, not awesome to me. But as long as my customer got it, then right. we're all good. all good. So that's, so, but I go through them and, like, I've compared. I've printed out from other places and got prints and looked at them. The quality is just, like, really really good really? and they're gonna look so, good so do you have so what is your main customer is it like one and done sort of people mm. or do you get people that like buy one mm -hmm. and then they watch your stuff and become like a fan and yeah just, just keep buying i sold one? once i get a customer they have multiple bots oh that's awesome so that makes me feel good that like mm -hmm. it's actually like worked out it's done but this is what this is what i was saying earlier and it's in a good way mm -hmm. where through technology and social media and mm -hmm. there being so many people, there is a certain group of people who are perfect for the, the art that you do. Yeah. And once they find you, yeah. like it's like that for everything. Yeah. And good or bad, like if there's a bad thing, there's a certain amount of people that are grouping around that bad thing. Yeah. And they find each other and it's worse. Right. Whereas it, <laughs> right. <laughs> really, it right. is. But whereas I think it's really cool right now where you can put out, I mean, even just like this podcast, there's a certain amount of people and it might take a while for them to all figure it out. They yeah. go, oh, that's exactly how I feel about things. That's I like this. Mm -hmm. And there's people that say, I hate this. But there is a group of people, I guarantee you, no matter yeah. how minuscule, that are fans of that. So yeah. once they start realizing like, oh, I really like this kind of photography. I really like these pictures. This is my thing. Right. And I think you have to find what medium is right for you to get your uh, product, idea, whatever it is across. Like, Jason, my boyfriend, like, he does... He does some amazing shit. Oh, my God! The funny part about this, this, this gentleman is, and I love him so much because he's such a solid human being. Mm -hmm. I don't he, know if I've ever actually met him in person yet. Really? That's why I was Maybe disappointed one. you didn't have a, a Christmas party Maybe this year. Because I was going to bring him. And introduce him to all you crazy getting, assholes. You're getting old, Jen. I know, but like, you, we can put a time limit. Right. You don't have to throw the vegetable tray across the, the garage. So we can have a calm. As, as I get older. Nice. I'm starting to realize, like, you know what? You need to not, again, not put yourself in the situations <laughs> where things can get out of control because I will just. 
take the ball and run with it. So I appreciate your self-actualization. Sort of, I like it. But I'm still saying I would have liked a Christmas party because well, I would have liked to introduce him. But we could still have a, a, any sort of other random party. and We could. We should just call it random party mm. and then everyone just show up. Right. That'd be cool. There'd be snacks. I could have my mom cater. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jason, like, his medium is on site because he, number one, he's a tattoo artist, right. which my tattoo itches really badly, but I'm not smacking it because mm-hmm. that would sound weird. Um, it looked like you were, I again, I have the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I saw you were getting a tattoo, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And I've never thought about it again until this moment. No, it's like from right above my knee to, like, right underneath my hip. It's the mm. whole way. What is it? It's... For my grandparents, because I lost both grandfathers last year. My grandfather, Sapellus, went first in January, and my grandfather, Stillman, went in February, six mm, weeks. It was, yeah, last year sucked. But they were amazing human beings. Mm-hmm. Just gracious, funny, caring, gorgeous mm. human beings who raised me into the dickhead I am today. And so after they passed, I'm like, I want to get a tattoo that means something that I'll look down and be like, oh, mm-hmm. that's for grandpa. So I have deer antlers surrounding it. I have tobacco leaves for my grandfather, Stillman, because he never smoked a filtered cigarette in his life. Really? Yeah. And how old do you live? Almost 90. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfiltered candles the whole way through. They even told him to, like, stop smoking. And he's like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> and he just went home and smoked more. And then he took up drinking in his 80s. He took up drinking. He tried that out in his 80s? Well, because he had nothing else to do. I'm... So, dude, so I have the tobacco leaves for my grandfather, and then I have a giant rose for my grandmother, a sunflower for my other grandmother, a raven, just because they're super cool. Duh. And then Jason's just coloring it all in. So was it like a freehand thing he did? or like how? Kind of. So I, again... I told him what I wanted, and then he was just like, all right, sit. And then boop, boop. He didn't plan it out beforehand? Nope. He just drew it? Nope, just drew it. Damn. Yeah. And I then his pottery is like, if you've seen that, no. it's The only thing I've seen... Ridiculous. I've seen lots of different tattoo things that looks like he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, every once in a while, I don't know what the reason or purpose is, but he's doing the painted... Uh, body painting. Body paint stuff. He was on the RuPaul show. Oh, really? The Fresh Paint or whatever it is. Um, the RuPaul show, like he met RuPaul, he's like... Really nice guy. I, I hate those body paint things because I start to feel like <laughs> I a hate creep. It. No, I start to feel like a creep when I'm trying to figure out if they're wearing underpants or not. Oh yeah! <laughs> like, no, I do the same thing. Like you're looking at. It no, like, I look at the. I, I look and see if they're wearing pasties. Right. That's another like, thing that I do. Are they just naked? Yeah. Or is the paint covering this up really, really well? No, being with Jason is like I can pick that shit out right away, and also like I know the like. Wearing underpants or pasties is like a really big kind of pain in the ass. Because you have to make it for blend. the painter, because you mm-hmm. have to like make sure that they're adhering properly. They're not going to move. Mm-hmm. That the um, latex that you put on right, to make it. Because that's what I was wondering about. Like, yeah. if it shifts a little bit, mm-hmm. everything's it, fucked. Yeah, it just ruins the whole design. So you have to like make sure that it's steady on the person's body and like how it works with their body shape. Like, you can't have things cut in. You have to make sure everything... Like, mm-hmm. it is a whole thing. So, how how long does it take to paint somebody like that from start to finish? He did... Did you see the one where he did the Escher? Mm-hmm. MC Escher does the whole, like... Uh, it was like the woodcut. Oh, yes. Yeah, he did that for the 
Memorial Art Gallery, the mag up at um, the University of Rochester. Yeah, I did he see did that. the thing where like she goes into the painting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that took him. I'm gonna say probably like six hours. Oh my god. To do. So the person just has to sit there yes. completely still. His model Bridget is a woman amongst women. She stood there, her tiny little frame. She's like 90 pounds, and she just it was freezing. I was cold and I was fully dressed. She just stood there and just she didn't move. She didn't shake. She didn't complain. He painted her on the front and on the back, and she didn't you say. Have to be- a oh, pretty word. secure person to stand there like that. Oh, yeah. Just let somebody she went up into a gallery and had, like, the head of the gallery take pictures of her, a curator. She was in the paper. So what? Her so full fronts. Is this, so when you do things like that, is it a paying gig? Or is it just I, for the art? I don't know if that or was paying. Some promotional? Or, like, how does that, like, how, this is what, what I'm curious about. Like, yeah. So how does this happen? So the gallery is... <laughs> Like I'm gonna put paint on people. Yeah, like, and then they're gonna look like a thing. Like, is somebody having a meeting somewhere? And like, I want to have the best party ever. I want to have some of them people get painted and don't have clothes on. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I know. I, always, a guy. I, always, I know a guy. I always break everything down to like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd like to imagine my party with a woman painted right. like my wall. And she's standing up, and her arms are widespread. Yes, I understand. I honestly, like, I like to take pictures, and I have an eye for that. But Mm -hmm. other than that, I wouldn't, like, qualify myself as artistic. Jason's brain is constantly going in some kind of art form. Mm -hmm. So by painting somebody, you're putting your art out there. And then that painting might equal a pottery piece that he does that sells for like hundreds and hundreds of dollars or a new tattoo piece or a new Mm -hmm. tattoo client or um, exposure through the college then therefore gets him now so it's a showcase of your talent yeah yeah like he teaches at the college he teaches pottery at the college and then they bring him in to do showcases and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so like Mm -hmm. it's exposure but it's also artist work that you're just like my brain sees a thing, and now I'm going to put it on a thing. So does he, does he, I'm still, so Sorry. like the gallery that he was working at, mm-hmm. did they call him, mm-hmm. or was he like, hey, no, I got him. this idea for something that would be really cool? No, they called him. They, got, they did another one for Christmas. He painted a girl into a tree, like a Christmas tree, and they all took, like, it's for like so cool. art openings and mm-hmm. like stuff like that when they're like, you know, mm-hmm. let's make this arty. Right. And, like, they'll bring him in to do stuff like that. So, like... So cool. I know! I, I can't get over, like, people that have... Unregulated talent? Mm. It's absurd. Not, not just that. Just the uh, eye for how things are going to be. Like... Oh, my God, yes! I know that I need I to paint your armpit with this shade... To make sure that it blends in with the Once you make a line on somebody, you know that that one line is going to equal this entire thing. And then to be able to step back and it blends into... When he starts the color on my tattoo, like, we don't talk about it, but, like, I give him, like, a color scheme that I like, and I'm just like, I like this, and he's like, okay, sit back, don't move. Also, he's not, he's a boyfriend, 
normally. And then when he's a tattoo artist, he's a tattoo artist. Because, mm. like, I'll move and he'll be like, the more you move, the longer this is going to take, Jen. Lady. <laughs> so, I, honestly, God, how yeah. long have you guys been together? A year and a half. That's like some sort of that's a, that's a thing. record thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because he lives in a different state. Mm. He doesn't have to put up with me every day. You're doing that famous, we the, should live in different houses and date once a week thing. <laughs> it's perfect, really. It's, he's so busy, and I'm so busy, and also I have I have a teenager, I have a job mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. like I have a house here. Mm-hmm. And then, so it works out really, really well. Honestly, because like his schedule is just like, like today I talked to him, I'm like, what'd you do today? He's like, went to the Meg, worked on my pottery, went to the studio, set things up. I have three tattoos today and then I'm going to go home and I think I have to meet my friend for dinner, blah, blah, blah. So he does, he does, he does pottery. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by pottery? Like, <laughs> what? It's, I'm so confused by this. The pottery? Yes. Uh, it's, it takes a lot of it's like it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of you have a design in your head and then you have to pick apart this actual like pliable piece and pick them out and make a design out of it yeah but all right (laughs) i'm i'm definitely an outsider looking in i can Mm -hmm. already tell but you're making like something that sits on the shelf and looks cool yeah. Or a functional piece it, of... It functions. He makes, like, teapots. Because I can only get into that stuff if I'm really drunk and I'll buy things ironically. Right. Like, I just got a thing popped up in my uh, Facebook timeline or memories mm-hmm. that I bought a whip when I was in Mexico <laughs> randomly on the street. You were going to be Indiana Jones. Well, for protection. But, so, <laughs> so I would go buy a thousand pottery places and be like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's not, obviously, in my wheelhouse but right i get it for those who are for it for it being in the mm-hmm. wheelhouse like oh my god okay so we went to gettysburg my favorite place but there's this place it's called like the pottery lion something whatever i don't know but anyway there was this we went there and there was these tiny children not even tiny they were like lucy's age and they're like would you like a snap pea have a snap pea and i'm like okay it's this house with like an area that has bookshelves with like pottery on it. And then they also have a farmer's garden there. So we went and we're like, what? So they're offering us snap peas. Would you like raspberry? Yeah, of course. So one of the children is like, my dad does all the pottery and my mom does all the glazing on it. And we're like, that's really cool. So we go inside and they sell jam. So I'm picking out all, they have like raspberry chocolate jam. Are you kidding? No. No, you hey, could really? spoon That's feed. Good? It's so good. So we went inside. We're getting all the yep. things. The guy who makes it, he is rad, dude. Like this black guy, huge white fro, giant uh, straw hat comes walking in. He's talking about the pottery, and Jason's like, "Well, you know, I do pottery too." And then it was, it was like on. sparkles <laughs> in real life. It just happened. He's like, what do you do? And Jason showed him some things that he had on his phone. He's like, that's that's great work. He's like, here, feel the weight of this. Mm-hmm. Being with somebody who does pottery, when somebody else who says, feel the weight of this, it's legit. Like, Jason's stuff is really great, but it's heavy. Mm-hmm. He's working at getting it lighter. This guy had, like, 
a coffee mug made of pottery that was as light as this little solo cup right mm -hmm. here. So light, good, it had indents for your fingers over here, had really nice glaze on it. It's like next level shit. It is. So, but he studied in Japan for, I think four or five years. And then he came over here and he's in his sixties and he's been perfecting it ever since. So for people who are in the know, that know this stuff. So. Like my photography to like you and a bunch of people are like, that's so great. But to me, I look at people who are like professional photographers who do things and I'm just mm -hmm. like, ah. Right. How did you catch right. dull light with bright light coming from behind you with like fog at the same time? Like I'm like, I mm -hmm. look at that and I'm just like, I suck. <laughs> so, all right. So, but, but this, it's not like, and this probably sounds so stupid, but it's not like functional pottery. Like, it's not like you're, like you just said a coffee mug. Mm -hmm. Is it something you would use or mm -hmm. something you would be like ornamental? Like, I need this for this room type he stuff. He does, he does both where it's like, he's done like planters where mm, you can like put kay. some shit in. I have one at my house. I'm going to plant some shit. It's going to be nice. great. I like it. Uh, coffee mugs, stuff like that. Plates. He does, which is so, great. But then he also does the big, heavy, like, vases that's, like, mm. I'm scared to even go near. He's been, he's led me around his items when I'm hungover, which is a mistake. Please mm -hmm. don't let me around <laughs> your breakables when I could fall what? over. Please don't. So does he have a store that, like, people got, come in? Or yeah. does he, like, do shows or markets or something? He just got or a like? studio. Up okay. this place called The Hungerford in Rochester, mm. which does it's a giant building with like different artist studios throughout the entire building oh, that's cool and they have a first friday where you go in and like you can visit different studios you can buy whatever you can buy pottery you can buy leather work you could buy essential oils you could buy jewelry mm -hmm. it's whatever whatever so we just got that it's opening two weekends from now super exciting Super excited. So and he's going to be hanging some photography work in there. So we. So this is a, sounds yeah. like a really nice uh, little combination you guys it's got going really on there. It's a really nice combination. Because he knows that like when I'm working on my pictures and he'll call me and I'm distracted. Mm -hmm. He'll be like, all right, babe, you're working on something. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Mm -hmm. And it's not anything like, <gasps> right. like when I call him and like he's gone. He's out. And he's painting a naked girl. Right. I know, I've been there before, and I've been like, no, you missed a spot. And I'll, like, lift up her boob and be like, it's right under here. You missed There's here. There's so many questions you I have about all that. <laughs> like, I just, it's so weird. you got to get it all up in there, man. It's so awesome, it's but art. it's, like, so, that's what I was saying. Like, it's art. It's the, artwork. The people that do that have to be so comfortable because it's not like you're painting a person mm -hmm. and all their little nooks and crannies and folds and flaps and mm -hmm. bumps. It's such a, yeah, like, Yep. Cool. Yeah, you have to really, like, there, I've been with him when he's painted somebody, and he's been like, you have to spread your legs wider. But he's a tattoo artist, so I guess at some point you probably get yeah, a like, little uh, dulled to the... That's what I said earlier, like, about him, like, he's a boyfriend, he's a wonderful boyfriend, but then when he's a tattoo artist or an artist, like, he mm -hmm. is an artist, like, he's like, stop moving, or move. He, he shifts gears into yeah, professional work. Like, he's sure. not at all, like, I... Never at all. I'm just like, oh, she's really pretty, and like, I don't care. Like, 
I honestly am just like, you missed a spot right by her mm -hmm. ass, honey. Like you. But I feel like you get to a certain age where you kind of let all that go. Yeah. A little bit, like you're like, eh, whatever, yeah, fuck it. It's whatever. Right. Like if you're gonna be doing an amazing piece of artwork for everybody to see, like you've got to make that, you've got to make it really good. Mm -hmm. So, right. like, that's what he does, and it's all it's all a canvas. The so, world is a canvas to Jason. So he make this is how he makes a living mm -hmm. through all these various artists. different. He's been able to make a really solid living. That's awesome. Off of being like tattoo artist, pottery, body painting, and art like canvas work, like actually like on like canvas. Do. That's what I think is so cool about like going back to it's a different world. Mm -hmm. Especially with social media, and you're able to get like so. Just imagine trying to sell your pictures even ten years ago. It. I would impossible. have to go out to like shows or expeditions right. or there's no sharing hmm. socially i mean there's like somebody sees it in your house and I'm like where'd you get that you have to go track the person down or call them or something like that but now like double-edged sword they can get a hold of me very clearly but at the same point it's like there's Fifty thousand other people who right. are selling this so same kind he, of shit. Does he is he huge on social media with sharing his stuff, or is he kind of he is local, but just like yeah. a local following that yeah. keeps him going? Or? Local following is what he does with people who come in to get tattoos, shows that he does. Mm -hmm. But he did two shows this last year um, in Rochester. It was his first two shows that he ever did. The first one, he did so well that, like, neither, like, somebody always had to be there. Like, mm -hmm. I'd be like, I have to pee. I'll be right back. Or I have to go get food. Right. I'll be right Just back. so busy. Somebody had to be there. He sold almost all of his stuff. That's awesome. And then the second show that he did, he won Best in Category his first go around. Can we book him on the podcast? Yes. Okay, good. He does Great. podcasts up in Rochester all the time. Does he really? Yeah, because he was also in a band. Go figure. I know! All right. He's done everything. Jesus! This is the coolest guy in the world. Seriously! Like, every possible thing that can run through your brain is like, well, that could be... Oh, you did it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's of cool. course he did. Cool. Of course. No, he does well, podcasts all the time. That's so neat. But yeah. he, uh... And he's sober, which is unnerving so he's like straight edge sober guy Doesn't he's four years march 1st he'll be off of every single thing in hmm. the world and this was like a uh like maybe this is something that he would rather talk about but hmm. so he like was like oh, i'm going down a bad path i need to yeah. like boop, cut That's the brakes exactly on all it. this it wasn't like any like catastrophic event like mm -hmm. why do i have blood on my clothes it wasn't like that right, it was right, just right, right, like right. he was like I'm not dealing with things well. I could be doing way better for myself. Mm -hmm. And so he did. He just did. Like, it was like, it wasn't like that quick. It was a progression where he mm -hmm. had to be like, okay, I have to do this. And right. then he, like, backstepped a little bit, but it wasn't that long where he finally, he was just like, so, this is better for me. I'm just going to do this. And he, ever since then. But he doesn't even, like, slip into, like, oh, I'll just have one. Nope. Nope, just done. Not an option just for it because hard. he just has that, like, click where he's just like i can't just have one right i'll right, have right. 17 right and it'll be awful for everybody no, yeah. right i get that uh, and like he's done so much in his life since then that like he just like really honestly once you're like going towards something really good that mm -hmm. why the hell would you be like well i'm just gonna go back here mm -hmm. where i was doing horribly for a while yeah true so 
move forward. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, he's super sober with doing all this, where I'm just like, once in a while, I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, I'm just like, my God, where's the wine? And he's just like, hey, let's watch a movie and just hang out. And I'm just like, you're like, I tell, I'm like, you're a robot. I don't understand. <laughs> like, one day, I'm just going to be laying next to you, and I'm just going to hear, like, beep, beep, and, like, your inside. to recharge you. Know, <laughs> yes. Do you have a charger? Yes. Here we go. Your battery's low. Where's your cord plug in at? <laughs> Is this a droid or an oh, iPhone? What are you doing? Crazy. I, I always, uh, I always, uh, like, I have a real problem with going down the rabbit hole of knowledge on certain things. Mm-hmm. So I doubt pottery is, would be in my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. but it's close mm-hmm. where I'm like, what's this pottery bullshit all about? Yeah. And then six hours later, 12,000 Google searches, <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, this is fucking awesome. This is great. Did you know that? Did you see his technique? Yeah, if you use a certain type of clay, and obviously he didn't use the heat, that, like, <laughs> You're just like, and what that's what always fascinates me about all these little subcultures of every little, mm-hmm. like, it could be the most minuscule interest. Mm-hmm. And there's this little subculture of mm-hmm. people that are like, yeah, that, that guy over there, he is the motherfucker. Like, that's he, why, like, when I go to my hippie festivals and do stuff like that, like, the people that I've met and, like, the, the things that they can do, like, even just, like, play an instrument, like, uh... Uh, Jason's really good at, like, he's a singer mm-hmm. in his band. He's really good at that. But, like, when we went to Floyd Fest last year, my friend Christina brought her son, who brought a little, oh, my God, I, I don't want to say mandolin, but he brought, like, one of those little, like, boop, boop, mm-hmm. boop, like, one of those little things. And he just would sit there and just, like, he'd be like, who wants a song? And I'm like, I don't know. And he would just just come up with something. Top of his head, lyrics. The whole thing, like, and then there was somebody else who was really good at, like, doing, like, yoga. And there was somebody else who's really good at, like, tie-dyeing. And there was really, mm-hmm. there was, like, all the people that I have met mm-hmm. through this thing, like, they're little, like, weird medium. It's just, like, tell me about your weird medium. Right. I want to hear about your weird tell medium. Tell me about your little world. Like, yes. everybody has their own little world that they operate in. It's so good. And, like, I think that that's... All right. Not everybody. Some people are dull as fuck. Right. But, <laughs> right. but the ones that you actually get into conversation to, yeah. you're like, this is worth continuing. Well, and that, so. this is what I was going to say was I think is really good. That is with uh, the everything that we're living in now, and it can go back to like the Me Too thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. But I think a little bit farther than that, giving somebody a voice or the courage to say Me Too, mm-hmm. is way before that the guy that likes yoga. Or the weird yeah. uh, little niche uh, things. People are like, oh, fuck, I'm not the only weirdo in the world. Yes. And, oh, I'm not weird at all. A lot of people like this. This yes. is a whole thing. Yeah. Like, where before you were kind of stuck in your yeah. own little niche. And I'm in Bradford, and I fucking really like pottery, but I don't know dick about dick. Yeah. And you could have that interest and not have not only the information, but the, That's what the makes it uh, so support hard. or the group around you to Because go. we're so... Together, but we're also so separate. Like, there's just, like, huge, like, argument about things, but then at the same point, it's just like, but we've make... I have friends, like, on social media and that I've met in person mm-hmm. at these weird little hippie festivals that I go to that, like, I never would have met otherwise. Right. And now it's just like, 
You can be, we like, I have my alternate universe. I have my, I work for, like, I wear my, my slacks every day. Right, right, right. I do my hair and my makeup, and how can I help you, sir? But then I go to, like, my festivals and sell my photography, and I just, like, wander around and dance mm-hmm. like an idiot. And, like, that, like, I can exist. I can exist. And I think a lot of people are finding that, like, I can exist plain. Right. That was not there before. I mean, some people are taking a little bit too far with, like, these uh, people that dress up like animals and whatever those are called. I can't, I want to say furbies, but, but. I don't, I love it. I love it. Every time I find something weirder than the weird that <laughs> I knew so existed, I love it. I love it on a bat. I love, I honest to God, straight love it. Cause I'm just like, well, it's just like, do it. Even like the, Good the, for you. the ones that I in a million years never would do, but I swear I'm like, oh, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. And it goes with the, whatever those fur people are called. I can't think of what they Furbies. Call. Are they Furbies? No, wait, no, that's they a thing. A, they have a, Furbies is a toy. Furbies is a toy. Well, it doesn't matter. But is the cosplay people. Yes. And I'm just like, never in a million years am I going dressing like Batman, but I want to. I've had this conversation <laughs> with Jason the same I way. Want he to. loves I get it. the. Uh, um, conventions and the, mm-hmm. the he loves it he loves it he loves going and sometimes he will dress up when he goes not we haven't been mm-hmm. together if he wants to like we go if he wants to dress up have a ball i'm not going to right because i feel like i'd be more of a poser because i i'm not that into it but i have friends who are down deep in it <laughs> yes they have like the full outfit, like the boots that actually match the character, like the whole thing. And I'm just like, that's amazing. And Do it. So what, one of the things that I think is weird that comes out of all that mm-hmm. is the shit that you learn that you don't realize you're learning that somehow applies to your life later. <laughs> I'm going to give you a for instance, and I'm, not, I'm calling out my little nephew Otis a little bit right now. So, How is he doing? He's, uh, he's great. He's I up at Penn State uh, in Erie. Man. I love that whole family. But he's gotten into this. I'm not calling him out. I'm just. Using uh, him as a reference A perfect point. example. Okay. So he started, he's into the cosplay. He he did a lot of dress up and. Okay. And uh, I say dress up. It makes it sound so terrible. But he was into the cosplay and they have all sorts of conventions in Pittsburgh. So right. I'm sure it was like oh, super yeah. easy to. Like around here we're like. Mm. Like you're, if you were to standing, walk out. Yeah, like, you're standing down in front of Pizza Hut, like the crazy <laughs> guy that dresses like Batman. Like, you're a nut. Right. But in Pittsburgh, there's actually, like, conventions and stuff you can right. go to. But the thing he started doing uh, since he went to college, and it sounds so crazy to, to me, yeah. but I'm sure if you get younger than me, they're like, yeah. yeah he hard. takes uh, Star Wars figures yeah. and puts them out in the wilderness yeah. and puts them in little, like, scenarios and then it's constantly taking pictures of them, like almost every day. Really? And posting these pictures of these little Star Wars I guys. I didn't know this was a thing. And I didn't either until you look into it and you're like, yeah, lots of people do this. Really? But what's neat is he's been doing this, I, I, I don't know how long, but I, we'll just say six months. All right. But you can see his skills are getting better and better and really? better, at, whether it's Photoshop or whatever. And then today he posted one. And it had a little animation, like uh, one of the guys was swinging something around. So you can look at that and go, that's stupid. You're taking toys and you're taking pictures of toys, which I can yeah. understand on some level. But and you can look at it and go, 
it's not really my thing. I don't really get it. Or you can just go, eh, about yeah. it, which I think or, 98% of the people do. But, but wait, hang on one second. You're in that wheelhouse. Right. There's 2% of the people who build this community, they're like, dude, that's so fucking that's awesome. So do you want to make that animated? This right. is how you do it. Right. And then I feel like at some point, you don't realize it, because I look back and there's a lot of things like this in my life. Yeah. You don't realize it until years later, you're like, oh, I learned all this shit back then, doing this thing that was just an interest or a passion. Right. And I can apply that to real right. life and do things yeah. that are awesome. Like it gave me a basing or a basis or an understanding of something that there's no other way you'd get it unless right. you had a passion for it. Like being with Jason, like now the like honestly like being with somebody who has like the artistic brain that like things are just going, like things will pop into his head to do and mm-hmm. I'm just like do it, right. babe. Like just But that do doesn't it. and what what's crazy about that is that doesn't come from that moment. That comes from 10,000 moments before uh-huh. where you're doing all these little steps Background, that one his day they clink together. His yes. like everything just like came together and he's like, you know it would be cool right. if I blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, mm. what, what do I need yeah. to supply? Right. I'll, I'll stay home and clean the house and you go do this. I'll take pictures of it and put it out online. It's that fine. just sounds like you just want to stay home. I do. I always just want to stay home. I just don't want to do anything. I did. No, he already knows about my crescendo for doing things. (laughs) Like, I'm either like, yeah, or I'm Mm. really supportive, but also like, so you know this bed that I'm in with the covers? Just staying right here. And your cat, he has a cat named Cow Cow, and he sleeps like on my face and makes everything very warm. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stay here with this animal and just kind of do that. But you... Kill it. You do go kill. Do all of your things. Honestly, like I've I've seen some weird shits. I've watched some weird video. Like just like all the weird stuff that like is out there because there's so much shit out there. But it's just like every time I see something, my immediate brain is just like what the. And then afterwards, I'm just like, do it, do it, do it. That's what makes you happy. Right. Like you're not hurting a. God blessed person. Just get out there, dress like a unicorn. You're a unicorn? <laughs> so crazy. Great. You're like, a unicorn. Well, Perfect. I have a person that's on Be- my Facebook who is deep, and I mean deep, into Walking Dead um, cosplay. I know who you're talking about. I'm and friends with the same person. I, well, we're probably thinking of the exact same mm-hmm. person. And, uh, In it. Costumes like, planned out. That's your spend life. all of your yes, money going to yes. these conventions. And then, but I think think about it, and I'm like, that's so fucking weird. But at the same time, I'm, you know, going camping instead every weekend. So I'm spending all my money to go in the the woods. And that's what makes me happy. You're going to these shows. You're going to the shows for the little little power shop. You're going to, like... uh, you're, you're learning about all these things. You're spending money to, like, travel and, like, right. oh, do so. Like, I think, me, personally, I worked here for, what, five years? For Four a while. and a half? Yeah. Like, people that would buy things, I'd be like, I wouldn't personally spend the money on this stuff. But for you, like... You're this, deep. This you're is, deep. You're yeah. deep into it. Like, people kept bringing their trucks back and back and back right. and right. more and more. That's not even a weird subculture. That's acceptable. Just their world. It's just like their people, world. Well, that's what, just like with the, the Walking Dead thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, and if you watch it, like, if you stood back in a big timeline, it's like, I really like this show. I know these characters now. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's any weirder than anything else. It's in not. Life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not. It's you can different. make your passion it's a to new something. thing. 
it's definitely a new thing. It might not be your thing, but it is so important to them. And they are so deep into it that it's just like, Hmm. whatever. But again, again, something like that, I look at that and go, I bet you down the road somewhere this helps you. Like you're going to all these shows and you start to... You're starting She's to met so many friends. Right. She's had people. such a good time. And she might even have Jason and I into it because he's a huge Walking Dead. Oh, guy. really? And she got a hold of him through me ah. to do it. And he's but, like, that's Jen. And I'm just like, what did you get me into? But that's what I'm saying. Like, you look at it and you go, that's fucking wackadoodle. Yeah. Because it's not my thing. Right. But, but you don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know yeah. the, the shit you might learn. Like, it. It's such a it's such a uh, strong, pertinent subculture to them. It's right. not even a subculture; it's a culture. It's okay. theirs. And who knows? Like who knows where that goes from there? Yeah. Maybe nothing. Maybe you just had a bunch of good times. Who knows? It's so weird. But I do have the best customer service story in the world to tell you. So I had this guy call up today, um. and it makes it up to me, and he's like. And I don't have the best memory in the world, but there are some things I just kind of remember. And he says we sold him an engine, and now it's leaking oil. And how long ago? Well, we hang on a second. Okay, hold on, hold on. So, and he had to call us for warranty, and I'm like, all right, well, let me look it up. Like, we probably are gonna have to go back to the manufacturer, and they're gonna do the warranty. And he says, it's been like a, at least a year or two since I bought it. And I'm like, all right, well, let me look it up. And I, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, it's probably not under warranty, but let's figure it out. Yeah. So he gives me his name, and he has kind of a Canadian accent, which I don't think a ton about it, but I noticed it right away. And, uh, Shipping things to Canada. And we do sell stuff to Canada, here? but not usually engines, but right. who, who knows. Right. So... And he's a nice enough guy, and we're talking, and he gives me his name, and he's like, well, maybe it's under my dad's name, and I look under his dad's name, and I look in the old QuickBooks and the new QuickBooks, and Mm -hmm. I look all over the place trying to find it in the store, and finally he's like, I have an invoice number if that helps you. Great. And I'm like, perfect, I can punch that right in. So he gives me it, and it's like 1,062. Uh, And I'm like, I don't think that's our invoice, because that would be like from 2009. Right. We're like... 48,000 now or whatever right. our invoice is. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's what's on my paper or whatever. And I'm like, well, what's your paper say? Well, it's just something I wrote down. So this goes on for like a good Ugh. 20 minutes. And uh, I do not miss running uh, customer service for so you. I'm looking, I'm looking through don't. all this stuff and I'm like, dude, I can't find you anywhere. Maybe it's under my mechanic's name. So I look okay. under the mechanic's name and I'm like, when was this? And he says, uh, like November or December of 2016. And I said, I don't think we started shipping motors till the beginning of 2017. Like, right. right in that zone, but I don't remember shipping this name. Like, engines, yeah, I usually remember. Yeah, what's your address? Like, right. what, anything. So, we're going back and forth, and we're talking, and he's a super nice guy. And finally, he goes, so wait a minute, where are you at? And I said, I'm in Pennsylvania. Oh, fuck, man. And I'm like, what? He goes... I'm supposed to be calling someplace in Canada. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still remember the name of the worst customer experience I had and at your establishment. You, all right. Give me the initials because I think he just ordered the other day. J.S., the one who accused us of smoking oh, pot in no. the back. 
I'm thinking like, of. No smoking pots. We're... I'm thinking. I'm gonna pause this real quick so I can say the guy's name. Okay, pause it. No. Yes. No, not him, <laughs> he, but him. I I started it again, by the way. I yes. remember him too. Yes. Oh. He's ordered the other day. I'm like, ah, oh, this guy's such a dick, but he's still occasionally ordering from us. Oh but my whatever. god. No, that one, that one day, he was like, you're just in the back, smoking pot, not delivering my parts. And I'm wait, like, sir, I wait, can what? guarantee you that no one here is smoking pot. We'd all be in way better moods if right we were. Right now. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be answering the phone. <laughs> right. I'd be in the back, smoking pot. Right. Like, uh, oh my God, running customer service. It has, well, like, honestly, this job. Like, I have worked for uh, restaurants. I've worked customer service for other places. I was the executive assistant to a CEO. But this job is the one has give, that has given me the most, like, with everything. Right. I can be calm when I'm talking to somebody who's irate. No problem and whatsoever. What, what's crazy is I can't understand people who call up with a problem that start at 11. Yeah. That call up just Never. screaming. Yeah. And you're like, all right, okay. what's your name? Okay. Let's okay. uh, figure this out. I still do that to this day. Somebody called today and they started going into this room. I'm like, what, 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 what is Pump your the name? Brakes. Yes. What is your name? So I can look it up first. Like that, I knew that right off the bat. And then like, Every time that, like, when I was here, I was in this room, in this office, somebody would call, somebody else would get them in the office, the other office workers, and then, like, I would just hear footsteps coming down the hallway, and I'm like, I know it. Come and be like, could you get line one? What what sucks is things go wrong. We screw things up. Oh, yeah. Everybody else screws things up. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. But you have to go on waitress rule. Waitress rule is life. Here's waitress rule. For everybody out there in the world, you, everybody. Here's the deal. Waitress rule is you have a customer. Their order gets messed up. They don't care why. Right. They don't care why. They just want it fixed. You, they just want it fixed. You could come out as a waitress and be like, our chef chopped off his finger while he was preparing your dish and we had to throw it all away. They don't care. No. They don't care. All they want is their is their hash on toast with a side of scrambled. That's all they want. They don't want your explanation. So the waitress rule is life. All you do is apologize and you say, I am so sorry about this. I will get this fixed right away. No problem. Can I offer you anything in the meantime, like while you're waiting? I'm gonna I'm gonna take this is gonna be a common theme for me. Waitress I'm gonna take this back to my earlier thought where there's too many fucking people. <laughs> so Oh my god, everything comes full circle. As we were growing up, as a teenager, mm-hmm. you took those jobs mm-hmm. and you realized, holy fuck, people are assholes. Mm-hmm. And then as you get older and you're getting waited on by young people or waitresses, you're like, I'm cutting this person all the slack in the world. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like we've slid by that a little bit where there's so many people and not enough jobs and the economy got shitty. Right. Older people kept the waitressing jobs 
that younger people used to have to take mm -hmm. that now they will not. No. Like, will not, and you're you're losing and this also, generation that has a valuable experience being a yes. servant for another and person. If or they not are, servant, but a server. Don't cut them slack. The reason that I am efficient in what I do is because I caught shit. Mm. I needed to catch shit. I needed to have a boss like you. Well, what? You were an asshole sometimes. Well, yeah. You were not nice to me. Still but am. that's that's great. Don't be. Because you were precise in what you wanted. And you weren't good at communicating it sometimes, but we would work through that and we would get there. But it was my job as an employee or as a customer service rep or as a waitress or whatever to catch shit. The more shit that you catch, the more that you're able to pick up on cues, right. the more go, able oh. that you are to uh, right. connect to what your boss wants or what your customer wants. You've got to catch shit. You have to mess up. You have to make a mistake to actually make sure and that you, this does not happen And you again. recognize it before it turns into a problem. Right. The next time you're like, oh, I've the been down this road before. The reason that people came to me here when they're like, when I was like the most senior person here or whatever, and they're like, you know how to take care of this. I'm like, the only reason that I do is because I've been dealing with John for four years. <laughs> I don't want, I know what's going to piss him off. And I also know what I can head off. Right. What I can cut off right at the head before it has to get there. Like, you know... Like when people call where I work now and they ask to talk to somebody and I'm just like, well, they're not available right now, but how can I help you? They will just say what they need. You can probably help them. Right. Nine if they're angry about right. something, you can probably talk them down. But you have to get through the muck right. in order. Like if you didn't work on cars your whole life, didn't work on trucks your whole life, or like big machinery you would have no idea you like because you didn't go to school you no, didn't have and, any kind of like professor you just have life just being like guess what you did you messed this up right all right so the next time i'm not gonna and that's the that. only way you can get better at things is just doing them wrong yeah you've got to mess and it that, up and then this goes back to I'm just making big loops and circles just, here. You're just circling. So this is one of the things that drives me nuts about circling. the the uh, whole Me Too stuff that's going on. Yeah. So there's creeps. Yes. And then there's people that make mistakes. Yes. And then they go, oh, I'm never doing that again. Right. Like the Aziz thing, he is just, to me, a but dork. But again. A dork. Unless you know that you made that mistake. Right. I mean, I don't necessarily think it needs to be on such a public forum, but right. once you're a public figure, you open yourself and up to that shit. What's weird about this one, and this is what I hate to keep going back to this one, but it's so easy to go back to, is she, I don't know if you saw those texts, he sends her, or she sends the next day, hey, yeah, things got a little weird last night. I really wasn't into that. I don't think you were picking up you on the You were happy cues. I wasn't. And then he sent, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I. I completely misjudge right. that situation. Right. I'm sorry. And then that is the end. Yeah. Like there's not a, he kept following me around. He kept calling right. me, blah, 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 blah. Thank Right. And one of the things that I think is so fucking weird is we've, and I, I hate to say this, but I feel like there's a generation of non-men coming up. Yeah. That have, uh, they're, like we've taken away all the stuff and this area is not as bad. But when we get into other places, we've taken away all the stuff that makes being a boy a boy. Like, I was out in the dirt. I was fucking 
doing this and I got some lumps right. and bruises and understood the world in more of a masculine sense. I see that set. for like our area that we're at where how everyone, farmer, mm-hmm. trucker, right. car That's, worker. We all grew up like this all, rough and tumble. All up in that. Right. And like girls did, like I was down in the creek like up to my knees like right. picking up crayfish and like attaching them to my cousins and laughing. But so I think, I think that. I think there's two things up. So when you come up that way, you get tested. And I did hard work, and I'm a man because I made it through today, and I lifted heavy shit. As dumb as it sounds, I I had this rite of passage. So if you don't have that, you've never been tested. So you don't have this firm masculinity that you need. Because, to be honest, I don't think there's a a male alive that wasn't 100% positive he wasn't gay. Or was. Right. Until he made it to, like, 19. And he's like, shoo! Maybe? Or, like, yeah, I like dicks. Uh, <laughs> like, yes. Like, you don't... Like, I don't like dudes. Girls, same thing. I might like girls. Eh, maybe uh, not. I right. think what can't... A good takeaway from all of this is men can now be like, I never really liked doing that shit in the first place. Like, I'm not gay, but man, I really like to bake instead right. of working on a truck. Like, right. I feel like that's a, that's a positive. Like, well, the and now I don't shifting that you just, there's other things. I really, that, what I said earlier, like the whole thing, like take on merit. Like, I feel like if you are into something, if you're really digging on something, if you're a hairdresser and you're a guy and you're straight as all get out, then be a hairdresser. Right. Be I, a whatever. I agree with what you're saying, but what I what I meant was, if you if you grew up being a logger, yes, okay, yes. you identify in this super masculine role. Yeah. If you just grew up, you didn't have to work and played video games. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have this this sense of worth because society doesn't put value on being the best Call of Duty player. Your friends might, yeah. your group might, yeah. but you don't get this validation of this rite of passage. Like, right. oh, I watched Bob; he's been a logger his whole life. He right. and I was out there with him. And then the second thing, so you don't have this firm grasp of masculinity. Mm-hmm. And then the other weird thing to me in society and movies and everything going back, I always think back to that dumb '80s movie, um, "Can't Buy Me Love." <laughs> okay, this is what drives right. me nuts yes. about all Please this. Please tell society. me what societal fucking so, role you have pulled out of Can't you, Buy Me Love. Please. If you look at that movie, there, there's one more guy, the dorky, fucking awkward yes. dork guy that mowed the yards. Yes, got it. Is in love with a super popular chick who's got beautiful it. and everything. Yeah. He feels inferior to the the uh, jockey, football, yeah. okay. good-looking guy. All right. All right? And this is every story... In society, and we're getting better about it now. I think I feel like Netflix is changing the world, but there's stories like you're like, wait, that's not supposed to go like that. I feel like John Hughes started changing the world. True. I'll go back on this one with the whole Breakfast Club, like. No, that's still that's uh, that. Wait, bre- wait, wait. I'll give you my theory, and then <laughs> Breakfast Club go. still plays into it. Okay, all right, go, go. So, the 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 uh, scenario you have painted. Is we have the dorky fucking lawnmower kid. Uh-huh. I wish I remember names. We have the super popular, good-looking girl who he's in love with, but obviously he isn't p- 
popular or good looking enough to get her attention. All right. And then we have the jock, the good looking guy, mm-hmm. who's a jock, but he's also a retard and he's an asshole. Right. So. How do you get the good looking girl? You just don't give up. She's going to turn you down a million times until she sees your worth. Okay. And you're better than good looking jock guy. And then we've grown a culture of dork fucking lawnmower guys who are like, if I just don't give up, sooner or later she'll see my worth. What kind of weird fucking message are you sending? Like, all right, I ran my hand through her ass crack. If I do it six more times, I think she'll get that I'm funny. You know what? Speaking of John Hughes. Okay, so speaking of that whole, like, if you just don't, if blah, blah, blah. Lucy loves The Breakfast Club. I've been like, there's, oh my god, that that movie is a whirlwind of mm-hmm. like lessons, especially okay, 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 hold on, <laughs> hold, on. I'm into it now. You're I getting rubbed up. I gotta fix my bra strap. This is the whole thing. So, number one, watching old movies like that when I'm a mother compared to when mm-hmm. I was a teenager is completely separate. Yeah. Okay, so Dirty Dancing. Okay, sorry, Sways. Uh, Mom, I'm in love with, like, the 30-year-old who teaches dancing here, Uh and he's a drifter and, like, Uh has sex with all the older women, but I love him because he dances. Hey, guess what, leather coat? Get the hell away from my kid before I call the police. Seriously, nobody puts baby in the corner. Yes, they do. I do, because I'm a mother, and she's 16. Grown man, please leave. Get. (laughs) Yes. Get. Yes. So, other than that. The, uh, like, Breakfast Club, I'm watching with Lucy, all-time, like, favorite movie. I'm watching it, and I'm just like, hold on a minute. I'm like, John Bender makes a lot of sense as to why I made shitty choices in Boyfriends Mm -hmm. basically my entire life. Like, he treats you like shit, but he's kind of hot, a little bit of Mm -hmm. a rebel, and now we're together, and I give him a diamond earring. That's bullshit. Like, I watched it as a like an adult with Lucy and I'm like don't do that don't do that don't no you date the nerd you date the one that was like good at math but he's cool he's gonna make his life better because he's focused don't worry about him don't worry about John Bender then also the weird girl who eats like pixie sticks and breakfast cereal on a sandwich which looked amazing but like (laughs) why was she an outcast she seems fine to me like, she just wants some friends. What drives me nuts about this, and this is what I was going to say. What? All right. Is, and thank you for illustrating it perfectly. <laughs> there is going to be the dork kid who is a fucking dork. Right. There's also going to be in that subset of dorks a couple of really smart, caring, understanding people who are great. Right. So to lump in all dorks if they just don't give up. Right. And then on the other side, there's the jock, the good-looking guy, the athlete. He's got to be fucking stupid. Probably not. Probably not. He's probably could be anywhere on the spectrum. Right. You could have a really good-looking, talented, driven guy right. who's awesome or a douchebag. Right. But we lump those in. That's what I'm saying. Like, we've uh-huh. lumped those into got to be good-looking, so you got to be a good d- douchebag. You have to be a dork. You're super smart and more caring than anybody else. Right. And then we have the good-looking smart girl. Mm-hmm. Who, if only, 
you could show her how caring and awesome you are. And only if she sees how awful the guy is. But you know what? Sometimes she's fucking retarded. Yeah. And she only really is looking for looks. Also, if you just take the weird girl and maybe take down her hair, put a little eyeliner on her, she'll be totally fine to hang out with. It just gives you this warped sense of reality that I feel like until you get older, you go, oh, that's all bullshit. I am hopeful. I am hopeful. Because I feel like all of this, like, this giant wave of just, like, weird shit that is just okay now, I, raising a child makes things different, I feel. And Lucy now reaching an adolescent, like, being a 15-year-old, and she's weird as shit, and I love it. Like, Mm -hmm. she loves... I wouldn't qualify this as weird as shit, but, like, she loves, like, Nirvana. She loves Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. She has a Metallica shirt I almost stole tonight, but if she found that I wore it, she'd murder me. <laughs> she wears, like, Doc Martens, and she, like, plays video games all day, and, like, she is just, like, she's so, like, drawn. Yeah, but do you feel like... So here's a real question. Yeah. Do you feel like you are influencing those... I feel like I did... But now the ball has started rolling so much that I'm still at the top of the hill and Lucy's, like, damn near the middle with, like, this giant mess. But does she introduce things to you? Yeah. Because one of the things that I've noticed, and especially as my my daughter's very young, is we play this game. Wait for it. What's funny, though. You're gonna hate every moment. I know. We play this game all the time called Smash Your Trash. Okay. So this is one of my favorite things to do with her. Right. Is I will just pick up Amazon Music or XM or Spotify okay. and just play play us the new stuff. Like there's always a playlist of the right. newest right. cottage stuff. Right. And I'm always like, let's smash or trash this. And I always let her go first. Like we listen to a little bit of the song. Yeah. And she's like, trash it. Really? Oh, this is good. Smash it. And what's Is it all country? No, it could be anything. Okay. Could be it could like when you pick the one that's the newest stuff. Yeah. It could go from punk mm-hmm. to pop ah. to rap to country. Okay. It's all, all right. over the place. Okay. All right. But nine times out of ten, when she says this sucks, I'm like, yeah, it kind of sucks. And when she says it's good, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. I'd listen to this. Really. And then cool. you start to realize like. How much influence on this little human do I have without realizing it? And if our, like, this isn't, I don't feel like there's biology that your ear relates to music the same way that was passed down. It's, I played this and you're, you know, relating to this. It's like the nature versus nurture kind of thing. So play that out however many years. And it started to make me go, ah. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah. Like... Yeah. I... You, undoubtedly, everybody, every parent, everybody who's interacted with a child, teacher, whatever, like, they have an influence on children. Clearly, Lucy and I, coming from, like, she lives with me basically full-time now. Mm -hmm. So, her and I, together, like, her, my influences have influenced her but now again the ball has started rolling and like she's off and she's her own little person but even seeing like her weird little nuances and like how she feels bad about something she's like she'll come up with an idea and she's like that's weird right and i'm like no that's just that's just how your brain came up with a thing right 
what I, what I'm hopeful for and what I love about the age of everything's 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 just what it is is just like everything gets introduced and like male isn't male anymore female isn't female anymore but it's just it's all kind of rolling itself into like really honestly whatever you want to do you honestly have a chance to do it now at no point in history have you had this many options to be anything any literally literally anything anything, yes anything you wanted to do like and it's it and makes me so hopeful and it makes me so like happy that it's just like in the future if she's like i want to work on cars you know yeah. what honestly if you're really good at what you do whatever do what you want fantastic but i feel so going back to that a little bit is like i get i get really weirded out about the uh gender um neutral no 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 i like young kids identifying as something else and the parents are like yep like super super young i don't think i feel like that should be something you do when you're 18 to 20 i when you've lived some life i get i get i feel i, I okay i'm but i'm kind of to start shoving i, I get really the hormones and yes, stuff like, like starting like, to change uh, the hormones i it would be like just so, being a parent my personal with Lucy, is if she were to come to me and be like, I feel like I'm male, mm-hmm. but I'm living I'm living as female, I'd be like, okay, live your life as male. When you reach an age where your decisions are actually, Yours. like, foundation-based, right. like, older, because per, I didn't know what I was doing no. until basically 32. I'm well, 36. And th- so well, that's, that's what I was while. saying, like, but <laughs> most men grow up in the, pretty sure I'm gay. Oh, no, I'm not. Right. Or, oh, I am. Everyone's a little but it gay. Takes it's a totally way, fine. But it takes you a long time. To, like, definitely define yourself yeah. or something. But, like, doing the hormone thing, I don't think for me I would do it just because, like, I don't feel like she's absolutely knowledgeable about right. what's happening with her you body. You have enough life experience to understand. No one has any idea. And then who knows what the chemicals, hormones, and shit that's going crazy as you're a kid. Right. If she would be like, I'm gay, and be like, great, you're gay. And then the next day she'd be like, I'm straight. Great, you're straight. Great. Like, it's just... But if... This is what kills me. is like, people have kids that come up to them and like, they're eight years old or nine or ten. Oh, yeah. And go, I'm uh, pretty sure I'm a dude, but and I have a girl body or vice versa. And they And then they that. embrace that. Right. What if your eight-year-old kid came to you and said, um, Mom, I really think I need a face tattoo. Like one of the big Mike Tyson face tattoos. You'd be like, eh, Maybe let's wait. Let's pump the brakes on this. Maybe let's wait. Why don't we wait till it's a great idea. Why don't you draw it out? Yes. And then, when it's time, <laughs> yeah. we'll just when go ahead. When you get to be like 18, 19, if we'll, you still think it's a good idea, we'll go ahead you and make that, that right on your face. But let's, let's totally grow up a little bit. Me. Just Let's a little experience some life. Yeah, and then you know, you know what I mean. Like, it, I I don't say I don't think it's wrong to think that or. I don't either. But let's just grow. And that's some. a feeling that you have to recognize and like totally understand. And I get that, but you have to also be like, let's. A lot of five-year-olds want to be fucking astronauts, 
And only like six of them get to. Lucy wanted to be a boy, like her basically entire adolescence. She really did. And I was like, great, be a boy. I right. bought her like basketball shorts and t shirts. You can dress like that, do whatever you want. I didn't, yeah. I honestly, I bought Lucy, honest, she's 15 years old. I have bought her one dress out of the last 10 years to go to homecoming. But have you That's known? It. But what's weird about that is, have you known? Uh, and all this stuff becomes a little more focused as you get older. Have you known people who, in high school, would never wear a dress? Right. And then okay. you bump into them 15 years later, and they're dressed Decked to the out. nines. And you're like, the fuck is this person? Decked right oh, out. Oh, hey, I'm Michelle from high school. And you're like, ugh. Yeah. The chick that used to dress like a dude? Like, the fuck? Oh, like the guy that used to be in the army? Yeah. Oh. You're a chick now. Like, you have better you're, life you're than like, I do. Get a little bit older and then Son figure all this out. Yes. It's so confusing. I know. Okay, but wait. I don't care. What I do care about. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what I do care about is I hate you in mm -hmm. the most loving way. You have, I wanted to talk about this like off camera, but the camp, campulence. 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 Yes. Okay, my hippie ways are hurting deeply because I want a mobile hippie mm. device and you this diesel loving homebody so, with wife and child just made a ambulance a camper where you can go wherever you want and now it hurts me a, cu a couple of things <sighs> I think you projected um, that I'm a homebody and I don't like to travel. But inside of me is a little hippie that just wants to travel around, see the world, not pay for a hotel. You're a little redneck hippie. Um, Who would not? Yeah, I got this. Uh, so it was about this time last year. It's an ambulance. Yeah, it's it's about uh, 15 years old or so. Okay. But it was in really good shape. It only had like 80,000 miles on it because... That's bad. Ambulances sometimes don't get that many miles, but they sit and run forever. Right, right, right. But okay. At some point, and, and this one was down here because we work on a few different ones, and it was down, and it got to the point where they had a whole bunch of stuff wrong with it, nothing really major, but they're like, do something we... Something you could fix. Yeah. So it was... Ah, so, like, we did an estimate on it, and it's like four or $5,000, <laughs> so and they're like, do we spend four or $5,000 on this old ambulance that we can't depreciate anymore? Because here's the dirty secret about ambulances. What? They're all private businesses, almost all of them. Really? Yeah, you all. Everybody thinks that ambulances they're are owned by the state or the government. No, people. What? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Everybody thinks an ambulance <laughs> is owned like by the government or the yeah. volunteer fire. No, no, no. People. There's some name, some guy named Dave, who owns six <laughs> ambulances and makes. Tom's got fucking three. bank, dude. What? Yeah, it's a business. It's a private business. It's mo almost all ambulances are private businesses. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. And they have to upkeep their own. Yeah, so it comes down to a business decision. So we have a 15-year-old ambulance that might bring in fifty thousand dollars a year or whatever. I don't know what the numbers are. So do we spend four grand on that, and we write off that four grand? Or do we spend a hundred grand on a new ambulance that's fifteen years newer, is more reliable, we won't miss calls, right? And not spend anything on it and write all that off for the next three years. Like it's a business thing, right? So we did an estimate As on is it. As all things, right? And we it needed this much work, and it was in really good shape because ambulances, believe it or not, 
they take really fucking good care of them. <laughs> like they're clean. Yeah, they would have to do that. Right. They're Trans- always washed. They don't really rust out. Incredibly like sick people. Yeah, they take care of them. So we had this one. It was uh, like 15, 16 years old. And they're like, eh. And it sat in the lot here forever. What year is it? It's a 2000. It's either 2001, 2 or 3. That's fine. Somewhere in that zone. That's okay. But it sat here in the lot forever, and I'm, I know these guys because we've done work for them forever. Yeah. So I, I just sent the guy an email. I'm like, hey. Well, I went down and asked the service guy. I'm like, hey, what? why is that ambulance still here? Because normally we try and kick those things right out because right, right. they They're need them. Right, right. And uh, it was here forever. And he's like, I gave him an estimate, and they had, he had talked to the boss, blah, blah, blah. So I call him, and, or I sent him an email, and he's like, yeah, we're thinking about retiring that one. We're just going to get rid of it. And... Uh, I'm like, well, what do you like? What do you want for it? Because it, it had stuff wrong with it, but not like it needed a new motor. It's just right. a bunch of dumb shit. It has an entire new like tranny that yeah. needs to be right. It was well. just dumb. Like this hose is rotten, and these brakes need replaced, and it all added up. But it wasn't like major shit. Right. And if you were just using it for your own personal use, half of it you probably wouldn't replace anyways. Okay. Like right away. You'd do it eventually, but Right. that sort is that that sort of thing. So he, so he says, "Make me an so offer on it." And I made him a dumb offer on it. I I don't want to say it online in case I want to sell this. <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to You're going to pause? No. I just gave it to you. Yes. What? Yeah. And so I, I just, he says, we normally get these for these because we just scrap them. But if you want it, maybe I could sell it to you. Make me an offer. And I'm like, uh, how about I'm going to melt into my chair. And I was like. I'm angry about this. How, much, how about this much? And he's like, I'll ask the boss. So the next day he calls me. He's like, yeah, if you want it, it's yours. So I didn't, I didn't pay very much for it. And it's really good shape. And I just took it up to my other shop, and I just piddled around on it for a few weeks and fixed it all up. So what, okay, so beyond my anger, because I just can't have one, I'm jealous. What are you doing to it to make it a full-fledged campulence, a sleeping quarters? Hmm. So. Bathroom? So funny, funny story about the bathroom I have, too. <laughs> so I took it up there, and I took, uh, I stripped out all the stuff that was medical. Did you keep the shelving units? Because mm-hmm. they have good shelving. Yeah, they have some pretty dope cabinets in it. Yeah, right. And uh, I ended up finding a blow-up bed that goes in between, like, where you would sit on the side. Like, it goes on the floor in the middle. Okay. And it works really well. For one... Like, up, raised? Or well, is it on the ground? you can get those inflatable mattresses, mattresses yes. that are, like, two foot high. Yes. And there's a bench in there. And when you inflate that, it's almost level with the bench all the way across. Yeah. So it yeah, works yeah, really yeah. good. Okay. And then I found, like, a little camper bathroom that has its own little, or toilet, yeah. that has its own little, like, storage tank. Okay. And it has a water tank in the top, so you pump it and do a shitty flush for, right. your, for your poop. Well, yeah. And it works. It works. It, so the, here's the thing about the campulus. Yes. It works for one or one person and somebody you know really, really well. Okay. So that's about it. So if you're if you're a couple traveling, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody that you don't want to pee in front of, probably not, not the best not idea in the hoid. However, what if you were like a dry like? Remember when? And we're still gonna do this after last Floyd Fest. D and I wanted to make a hippie mm-hmm. cabin. Mm-hmm. No 
running water amenities. That's the way this is. There's no running water in this. Right. It was just bed, storage, uh, a sitting area, Mm -hmm. like some kind of like, just like, there, there has to be like a shower. There's no shower. Or not in the thing, but there has to be a shower and a bathroom outside, like a camping mm. area right, or like right, a right. festival kind of thing. But you have to have storage, bed sleeping, um, some place to put your shit right. kind of stuff. The, ni- the nice thing about an ambulance is it has this baller-ass power inverter that provides 110 through everywhere. It'll run a microwave, so there's a. I put a refrigerator and a microwave in there. No shit. So it keeps the refrigerator going. The only thing you have to be careful of is every once in a while you have to start the ambulance to charge the batteries. Right, right. But it'll last quite a while. It depends on what you're using. What about solar? Does that work I, on it? It's so flat on top. It's my plan for this year to put really? some solar on it. Because it's so flat. To charge all the batteries. Yeah, but I put a, just a little bitty uh, generator in there to a gas one. So if I park for because what I use it for is look, if I travel somewhere, yeah, it works awesome. Like you get tired, you just pull over. Yeah. And I would just start the little generator, plug it in, and it charges the batteries. So yeah. the generator just idles. It's not like it's sitting out there running, bah! Yeah. It's just idling, and it's just charging the batteries. And then I put this little air conditioning slash heater unit in that runs off 110, and that keeps it warm or cold in there. It, uh. works, it works so dope. Okay, so for my little hippie mecca that I'm trying to raise at some point, uh, campulence because mm-hmm. a flat roof would be great for solar. Mm-hmm. Uh, running water is not really as solid unless mm-hmm. you're ready to put in the whole system. But sleeping, storage, mm-hmm. uh, battery power, mm-hmm. good. Yep. Good. Uh, the, the cool thing. You could also probably get one maybe at a solid amount of money that you could put mm-hmm. into it because mm-hmm. they're independently owned right. and when they're no longer needed here's here's the other thing about why they get rid of them so cheap why? is because it's a business and you want to basically sell it for the least amount of money you can and still not and still be okay yeah because if you sold it for five grand yeah that there's some tax shit oh. so if you sold it for ten grand you would make some money on that selling it, and it goes on your taxes. So yeah. they just want to get rid of them for like almost a break-even type situation. Yeah, got it. So, but that's also like not too bad because I'm looking to get a VW mm-hmm. bus, as we have discussed. Right. You need to catch up on your VWs because <laughs> I'm bringing it to you. I, but these are really big things now, like mm-hmm. small homes and like mm-hmm. wandering kind of thing, like. Dee and I have been trying to get a mobile tiny home device to take with us to, like, camping events and you such can, things. You can buy those little campers for so cheap. You have said. But, like, there's something about, like, okay, so you bought an ambulance mm-hmm. that you could bring into your own. If I were just to buy something that was already, like, pre-made and blah, blah, blah. And just like, enjoy it and have yeah, good time. <laughs> Dick. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But also, like, you have to find something that's like perfect for like you. But here's the other thing. On the flip side of all this. Yes. So I feel like if you and I were married. Yeah. The campulence would be the best thing in the world. Yeah. But clearly. Because Pam I live in it every day. Because Pam and I are married. Right. We took it camping a few times. No. Hmm. 
Not with she Pam. She was not a, not, with uh, Pam. not a fam. Not, not a fam. Not Pamela M. She needs to sleep. She needs to be warm. Yeah, she. this was not... That wasn't bad, but it wasn't for her. Is like, there a built-in cooler area for Pam's Coors Lights? Yes, there's a, ref a whole refrigerator. Oh, well so then she should good. be fine. But the, the problem was, if it maybe if it was just two of us, it'd be okay. But there's three of us. Ah, oh, yeah. So we have the blow-up bed and then the bench. And then most of the time, I just finally ended up like sleeping on a little bench that's like this wide. What happened to your old camper? Get rid of it. The big, great big one. Love that thing. We got we got rid of remember that the one? coffin. Mm -hmm. That coffin in me. We got rid of that. We thing. made good time. I know. You. What is it? This is stories for another. Uh, <laughs> no, we got we got rid of that thing, and we have a smaller one now. I loved the coffin mm -hmm. so very much. That was a really fucking sweet camper. However, mm -hmm. that was a lot. Well, that it was, was like forty some feet long. Did I huge. swear again? I probably doesn't did. matter. Uh, I love that thing. Um, but that was a ton of machinery. Mm -hmm. Like, well, it was good when all of us were traveling together when you were taking like eight, nine, ten people. Yes. But when me, Pam, and Piper would go to a campground, it was a pain in the ass. And then we had this giant yes. ass camper for the yes. three of us. It was just yes, stupid. Yes, yes. I want so. like a like a Shasta. I think mm, it's what it's called. Yeah. It's just one of those little like a van that, yeah, yeah, one of those little tiny pole behinds that mm -hmm. are just like a bed, a tiny fridge. A little like kitchenette area. I even I don't even need the kitchenette area. I'll sell you the ambulance. Campulance. I would love. See now I told you how much I paid for it. Yes. See how hard it is for me to sell it to you now. Not. So really. here's a funny story. Not really. What? So you know that little toilet that uh, I told you I put in the yes. campulance. Yes. The amount of people that have used that toilet that we know yeah. is staggering. It if you. Hey, you know who has a bathroom? Hmm. Campulence. Mm -hmm. And they just go. So we go to events, and the campulence is parked there, and they're like, oh, use that sketchy portage uh -huh. over there, or just go in the campulence. campulence. Yeah. Go to the campulence. And I'm like, you guys realize I have to dump that fucking tank out, right? Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. Gross. And this tank is way less than the tank that I had before on the giant. Right. So, whatever. Also, do you know that when it pops up in my, like, Facebook timeline... The trip that mm, you and I the hell trip. went on. I have a moment of solitude where I have to honestly be like, that was the trip that John and I didn't talk to each other for a month and a half <laughs> afterwards. Because we couldn't. <laughs> With our bad luck, too. He blamed me directly for that trip. I didn't blame you. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. No. Yes. No one else went on the trip. Right. Everyone failed besides we you were, and I. And I we, went with you, and that's like, when everything decided to blow. I feel like we should dedicate a special podcast to just that trip. And all the we shit. We sit down. Shit truck and all the stuff that happened on that trip. You made me go with a random gentleman in the middle of Ohio mm, to his oh. campsite to drop his truck off to Rose. Rose gonna be upset if I ain't here. There's so many stories there. But anyways, let's let's save that for another time. All right, we're gonna save it. Are but we gonna that little that how, little? how long are we on this podcast? Uh, we're at two hours eleven minutes. Okay, so, so who's still listening to us? Nobody. No one. Just you and me. If you are still listening to this, 
then What's you're going to like the I'm next gonna, one more. I'm going to have you text John directly. <laughs> so that little toilet thing in the campulence? Yes. At my other shop up there, there's no bathroom. But Piper comes up with me. And it, as it turns out, she doesn't open the back door and just piss outside like I do. No, yeah. She wants no. a little bathroom. So I'm like, oh, nailed this. I took that little toilet thing out. Yeah. There's a little enclosed room up my shop. Yeah. She goes in there, uses the bathroom. It's perfect. Every once in a while, I dump it out. No big deal. So So not only do you have a great camp lens, now you have another thing for your child. Well, hang on a second. Well, hold on. So she doesn't go up there a lot. We're talking like once or twice a month, maybe. Right. So this goes on until about two weeks ago. She decides to go up with me to the shop. And she says, Dad, I need to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, you know where it is. Help yourself. She goes in, and she called me in there for some reason. I don't remember what it was. So I go in, and she is done going to the bathroom. She just went pee. But between the top tank and the bottom tank, there's a handle you pull out. Yeah. And it's just like a little door that lets all the waste go down in the tank oh, in the bottom. Yeah. She does not pull this out because she didn't remember. Right. So she had just peed on top of that. Oh, no. Which I'm thinking, no big deal. I'll just open. Oh, that was what she said. It's not going down. That's why she yelled at me. It's not going down to the bottom like it right. normally does. So I go in there. Now, granted, or mind you, it's been like a month, month no, and a half since she's no, been up there. No. Oh, no. So I bend over. I'm like, oh, she didn't open the thing. So I grab the handle. What happened? I pull the handle. What happened? And guess what? What? If you put waste in that little tank in the bottom. Yeah. And just leave it there yeah. for like a month or two or whatever. It, it creates gas. It builds up pressure. Okay. And then if you reach down and pull that handle, guess what happens then? It blows up in your face. It blows all her pee that's sitting on top of that door right into your face, head, chest, neck, hair, shirt. So then I am standing with all my daughter's pee on me. And I'm just like, hmm. Can we do silver lining and just say it was your daughter's piss? I know. That's where I was like. And not. Somebody else's. A random. But these are the kind of things. That I, I found a random human being laying in your hallway at the old camper. Mm. I had to kick him with my boots. To make sure he's alive. Yeah. And make sure who he was and why he was there unconscious. Shout out to PJ. If you're that was his name. PJ. That was his name. Yeah. He rolled over and I said. Are you oh, alive, sir? Okay, you're you're alive. So at least it wasn't like random stranger Pete. Thank God. Thank God. On that note, I think honestly we should stop this yeah, podcast we should on thank you for random, up. not random stranger Pete. Right. True. Well, Jen Stillman, thank Hi. you so much. This is so much fun. We I have will to, be back. We have to uh, get that pottery making boyfriend of yours. Bring him down for a podcast. He will be here. Also, I would like to talk about. Uh, Way more things. I, I've been meaning to ask you about conspiracy theories because I know. Oh my no, gosh! You gotta save it. Save it. Save it. I have so many. I know. All right, guys. Well, let's. We're gonna. We're gonna call the All end right, of this. Done. Well, thank you, my dear. Always a pleasure to talk to you. You're welcome. Conspiracy yeah. theories? Are you serious? All right, fine. Next time. Next, Next time. time. Next, Next time. time. All right. Thank so, you.